That Force Radio. That Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? Hey guys, Dustin Wynn. Hey, this is Scott Snyder. This is Paul Dini. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. Listening to Bat Force Radio. This is Tom King. I write Batman Bitch. And this is Bat Force Radio. All right, welcome to Bat Force Radio, the Batman slash DC podcast, so no limits. And we got a mega fucking episode packed tonight. Anyway, it was the perfect storm in the past four days, so let's get it going. Let's get the panel out of the way. I got Colty the Batman from New York. Mmm, Colty. I got Bat Force Tom over in sunny California. I got the dope knight himself, Dunk Dave, over in New Jersey. Dope. We got Falco kicking here. Falco, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Mass. Nice. Happy birthday to our very own OG, Notorious Arkham Asylum LPC over in Jersey. What up, Yo. How's the weather up there? <laughs> got, uh, we got Tyler Kirkham. I mean, we got Robin Cross up in Canada right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We got, we got Sean Grizzly Rizzly over in Brooklyn, New York. We got, uh, we got Teases from over in Jersey. We got the Grumpler from New York. Donald Grump. We got Little Rock Batman over from uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. Do I look like a cop? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's me. We got Legends of Lego Batman in New York, all the way from California. <laughs> I got my voice back. It's going down. Oh, shit. And so many things to cover tonight. Hey, we... y'all forgot me. And we got Earth 2 Grandpa Batman over from Texas. Yeah, we have y'all Fuck it. <laughs> Holy shit, anyone else? Alright. Fuck sakes, boy. Um, Dad, how dare you? Guys, we are just coming off the perfect storm of conventions. It was one that we went into and we didn't even, I I don't think anyone expected this out of a out of this convention this year. But before we get into New York Comic Con 2018, two things to cover real quick. Alright, number one. Aquaman 2 trailer uh, that dropped during New York Comic Con. Initial thoughts and reactions. Mine was real quick, uh, that chase scene with Black Manta and Mera mm -hmm. with the assassins, I am like, let James Wan direct the Batgirl movie. Because when I saw that footage, all I thought was Batgirl jumping over buildings in Gotham at night, getting chased by like Hush or somebody. So I was mm -hmm. like, Shit. so I was like, yo, that James Wan handling Aquaman, wow, he, this guy's gonna make Aquaman cool. That was an amazing trail. I, I thought that, foot I mean, it was a lot of footage. That's the way Warner Brothers does things, but. You know, I had to watch, and uh, I really dug it, man. That one scene alone was worth it. But um, I think it was more of like a showcase for the film. I don't, I don't think it was. It didn't, it didn't deliver like hype to me. It didn't like get me more excited about the film. It just seemed more like a, hey, yeah, this is what we're doing, and here, here's a little showcase of it. I thought it was great, man. I thought it was majestic, adventurous. The, the underwater scenes looked amazing. Nice and dark. Um, yeah. You could actually see the action in this thing. Mm. And uh, yeah, I, I would like to. Get the James Wan cut of Justice League. I think that would, you know, improve the taste in everybody's mouth. <laughs> yeah. All right. During New York Comic Con this year, Sci-Fi interviewed uh, Tom. I mean, Dan DeDio and uh, Jim Lee. 
and they were talking about the dams controversy. Uh, Jim Lee stated the reason they censored it was because they didn't want a small silhouette of Batman, you know, Batman's penis to be the main focal point of this story or the artwork. Um, and it sounded, to me, I don't understand that. It sounded like complete bullshit, and here's why. It's already out there, number one. Alright, Century's not going to do anything to it at this point. And number two, doesn't that contradict everything that Black Label was supposed to stand for in the beginning? But they're going to censor it halfway through launch day? Like that? I, I really don't understand this at all. This is not something that editorial's going to look over and miss. So... I just didn't understand his statement. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Any, any thoughts on this one? Yeah, it, it's weird that one week we get Damned come out, shows Batman's dick, and the world goes insane, and the very next week, a new issue of Doomsday Clock comes out with Manhattan's big blue dick. Well, it's not very big, but that, that gets no attention. No, nobody talks about it. Because mm. it's blue. Yeah, you tell <laughs> Which, blue uh, dicks yeah, don't matter. That's, uh, that's not even a black label book. Exactly, yeah. Uh, so. Sam comes out on uh, on a on black label with mature readers logo on the front of it. Mm. Doomsday Clock comes out as a regularly published DC book, uh, rated I assume teen plus. Here's the thing: like every week, Saga comes out. They have nudity like in every other page. Yeah. We have other books like Walking Dead. That as soon as Batman yeah, uh, is briefly shown, like. There's all this controversy for a line that's supposed to be the HBO comic. It's Jim Lee's statement why they pulled it just threw me way off. I just, now I really don't understand what's going on here. Because yeah. it was already the focal point of it at this point. And, it's gonna, and, and people are going to move on. I'm scared that they're going to change issue two before it comes out and like take away any nudity scenes that Bermejo was already I mean, it does sound like manufactured publicity, but Bermejo doesn't sound happy about this either. I don't know if they have like some young millennial marketing genius at publishing saying do this and do that and this is what's going to get everyone to talk about it, including Joe Rogan and Stephen Colbert or whatever, but it, no, nothing about this makes any sense to me, but I don't give a shit because I got these uncensored version, bitch. Fucking Tommy Lee, that bitch. You know? <laughs> so, so I just, uh, I yeah, my only worry is if they're going to censor it more, and which is which would be total bullshit, you know, that would that would just be total bullshit, but... None of this makes sense to me, so I just wouldn't surprise me. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, all right. Um, and uh, that does it for recent news. Um, New York Comic Con 2018, man. Who was on the ground? We had I was there. We had um, Grizzly Legends Lego Batman, Cult of the Batman, teases. Yeah. Dunk Grump. Jesus. It was it was heavy in there. Uh, I don't even know where Little to start, Rock. but. There were so many fucking guests this year, scattered everywhere. It was crazy. It took a team effort of all of us to figure out where everyone was and at what time they were going to be there. And every, what was really cool is everyone helped each other out. These guys helped me out so much. If it wasn't, if it wasn't for Grizzly, I wouldn't have known about Sinkovich. If it wasn't for Legends, I would not have McFarlane sick. If it wasn't for Dunk, I wouldn't have got Matina. Man, what this group effort was crazy, and um, I think because we all worked together, we n nailed a good chunk of. Fa uh, Falco, were you there? Like. Yeah, yeah, I was there all three days. Oh, nice. Or, all right. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I want to start to go into the saying that every year I'm, I always think like, SDCC always has 
more guests or they always get the news first because they're the con before everything and, and whatnot you know and i'm always like fuck like past two years were good but not great but this year even even fucking legends himself said we fuck it fucking ate up sdcc this year via guests man it was every i can't it, it was so epic this past year but i have to give it to nycc I've been here one time before, that was in 2015, but this year, the amount of guests, the way Artist Alley was set up, and just the way everything, like, fell into place, NYCC ate SDCC for breakfast. Yeah, it was... Mm. Totally. It was Art, Artist, Artist Alley definitely dominated in NYCC compared yeah. to SDCC. You know, I think they usually neck and neck in different ways, but, but this year, man, if you were... A fan, especially a Batman fan or a DC fan, you, odds are you can meet your favorite writer or artist here this year. It was crazy, and, easily. Uh, and Off I, the charts. I was. Hey, there. You got to meet uh, Marvel Wolfman finally, huh? That was crazy. I was there four days, and I still don't feel like I got to do everything. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what percentage, but it was just. It was so much. Let me crack it open with this way though. I was this year. I'm starting to notice that a lot more. A lot more creators are asking for money for signatures. Now your basic modern writer artist is asking for at least five a sig. What are you guys' thoughts on that? I think it's really driven by the companies that manage them. And I, I think it really comes down to that. Yeah. For specific books, like when you see creators that are charging for sigs on a specific book. Asriello. Uh, that's obviously because of, you know, like, uh, Detective 880, you know, Jock charges for signatures on those. That's obviously driven by the market of people reselling on eBay. So it may also be a byproduct of that. We have all these, all these guys that have certain books that they're getting paid for, and maybe the other guys that are seeing that happening are saying, "Well, why don't I get a little something for all the stuff that I'm?" Mm. Yeah. I thought it was eBay driven though. I don't know. All yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All the uh, all those yeah. Uh, resellers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Every. I mean, I think. I think once one person starts charging, other people are like, well, maybe I should charge too, and maybe I should. Why charge not? Too. Pretty yeah. much. I like that back in the day. You know, it felt like you could go and get something signed, and that was cool. But you know what? There are also those guys that take their short boxes on push carts and get a shitload of things signed probably you know signed probably to throw it on ebay or whatever so maybe maybe that has something to do with it as well i have a problem with them charging like the five dollars per signature but when they start charging like 20 25 30 it's just like 50. that's pushing it you know we've already paid so much i had to pay like for a flight had to pay for the badges you have to pay for the books that we already bought now you're charging us they're like nickel and diamond us for 10 15 here for each book. Well, I don't know, man. Azarello wanted 50, boy. Let me let me let's start it off with Azarello's story. I see I see good old Brian Azarello, right? Now, this was the big one. It was like, yo, this company, whoever, who's it, who's it called that's uh managing him? Comic sketch. Yeah. So they want 50 a fucking signature for Brian Azarello. First of all, everybody thinks he's Frank Miller. <laughs> some, some, some guy goes up to him, are you Frank Miller? No. <laughs> some, guy, some, guy, some guy taps me yeah, on the shoulder. The, the way they had the boots set up. Yeah. Frank yeah. <laughs> Miller's sign was right behind his head. 
and his banner was off to the left. It was I don't know who set it up like that. Yeah, some millennial thought it was a good idea. But, uh, maybe maybe. <laughs> so what happened was some guy tapped me on the shoulder. He's like, "Hey, is that Frank Miller?" I said, "No." I should have said yes. Yeah, you should have. <laughs> um, so, so they wanted fifty a sig. I'm like, Are "You fucking kidding me?" But you could buy a hardcover of uh, Brian Azzarello and it was at Water Resource, nice hardcover book, and he'll sign that. So that was like dirty, but it was a nice hardcover book. So I'm like, fuck this. I got the hardcover, signed it, and I'm going to fucking, you know how I just splice out the cover, make a nice print of it and all that. But, um, but I mean, man, that was like the extreme version of it. <clears throat> others, were, others were doing fives and tens. Um, oh, so wait, I, I talked to Azzarello real quick. And I just saw, yeah, I always said I was, what I loved about him the most was what he did with Martha Wayne, the Joker Martha Wayne. I thought that was like one of my favorite things he's ever done. And he was just like, I know, it's like no one ever fucking thought to do something like that, so why not? And shit like that. Because uh, Jeff Johns already did the Flashpoint Batman, so yeah, I thought that was a really good idea too. Pretty cool guy. Um, I, know, I know Klaus Jansen was charging 10 I suppose not bad for Klaus and whatnot. It sucks. I, 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 gotta, I think it sucks, but I, I guess it's a necessary evil for these guys when, you know, like you said earlier, when they see the, the people coming with the luggage full of comic books. And, mm. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I Like, if, if if there's a creator that, like, is not doing so well and needs to make some extra cash over, you know, I don't know. It's, it's like, I don't know. I got mixed feelings about it, but, you know. Yeah. They, a lot of a lot of them will do like one or two for free, and then charge after that, which ain't, which is kind of cool too. I think that's still. Yeah, that, that was that was I was fine with that too. Yeah. You know, like... Not too not grumping about. That. Oh, did what do you guys think of the uh, the, the the Tyler Ken Lashley uh, knockout? Mike Tyson. Knockout. <laughs> hey, it's 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 public, so you could talk about. It. <laughs> Ken, Ken Lashley apparently has his own problems. He needs to mind his own business and yeah. so finish what, his commission. So, because Tyler Kirkham was drawing on those secret boxes, Ken got bent out of shape because he thought yeah, that was his thing, that was his shtick or whatever. And, uh, and that's what it sounded like on... Uh, well, on I could, Tyler had his own boxes printed, and Ken is, I guess, doing original boxes when he should be doing commissions that he's been <laughs> paid for. Uh, <laughs> Oh, you know, on more, on more than one I, social media platform, people are trying to reach out to you for their commissions. That, I mean, yeah. That's kind of shitty, mm. I think. And, yeah, like, I, I personally, like, Ken's, I, I love Ken's art. I've met him. He's a super nice guy. And from what I hear, he just doesn't like to tell people no for commissions. But I, I know two people who are waiting over a year on a commission. Yeah. Two years. That's that's almost as long as I'm waiting for them trunkler prints, boy. Woo! What was that? Why were you able to find Azarello so easily uh, to sign Damned, but nobody was able to get to Lee? That's you know what I heard. It was like that at SDCC as well. You know, I, I think Lee was doing that. a private uh, sign. Yeah. yeah, like I know that's one day, nice. like uh, I told uh, he told me where Risley could find him because Sean was going to bring him. Uh, one of the prints from San Diego. And mm. so he told me exactly where he'd be. So I told John he still wasn't even able to, to make it to him. Hmm. Yeah, he was, uh, I think it was just like from the convention perspective, the book blew up, you know, like a week, a week before. Yeah. So it's, they, the Scott's collectibles didn't even have his signing schedule at all. And they didn't reveal he would only be doing private signings until the day of the convention. And also, all his uh, DC signings were canceled as well. 
So I think it's just uh, just like there's a lot of momentum in terms of like him probably being overwhelmed by just the amount of people wanting to get his autograph and probably asking him really stupid questions. Yeah, he play man. Uh, he something happens. He um, yeah. What happened with him? Now Tony Daniel had to fill in for Clay Man. I heard. Yeah, 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 that's what happened with me. So I have no idea, but it was really awkward though because uh, I forget his name, but the colorist for Heroes in Crisis, who usually works with Clayman, was still there, mm-hmm. and like everyone was bringing Tony Daniels books up, and he was just kind of sitting there awkwardly. It felt kind of, it felt really bad for him. He was just like, I don't know what to do. I think Legends is now the Mister Freeze Commission King. Let's go shoot over to. Uh... The Jim Lee story at the bar. <laughs> okay, well, um, prepare yourself. There's, a, I mean, there's a lot to go into this like convention just between me and Legends, but um, so if we just break it down to Thursday. Thursday being the uh, the first day of the convention. At middle of the day, I think around like four o'clock or three o'clock, I got a text message uh, from my friend Eugene. And he sent me a screenshot of Jim Lee's Instagram that Jim Lee posted that said he would be at a drink and draw event that night at Fat Buddha Bar in the East Village. And this is around, like, I think I, I found out, like, around 4 or 5 o'clock, and I actually messaged everyone, and I said, hey, like, this is something that we should go to. But also, it's like 5 o'clock. And if you've been to your Comic-Con or you've been to San Diego Comic-Con and you are at the convention, there is zero cell service. And everyone at the convention is not on their phones. They're at the convention experiencing and living in the moment. So when I finally got to talk to everybody around like 5 o'clock, we all met at the Bill Sienkiewicz booth because he was signing like the last hour, hour and a half of the day. I was basically trying to figure out like who would want to come with me. And I was set on going because as far as I was concerned, this would be my only and best opportunity to get a drawing from Jim Lee. I did my best to talk to Legends, but he all he could do was nod because he wanted <laughs> This, but, let me remind you, this is the height of me not being able to talk. Like, literally, I was whispering because I couldn't say one word. And we were up early because, you know, we were had to get into the convention and get like, wristbands. There was a whole, whole bunch of stuff that was going on throughout the day. Told them that we needed a, a hard out around 5.30 so we could go home take a shower, eat, lie down, and then go back out to go to this bar that Jim Lee's going to be at, that he said he's going to be at, because, you know, if, if, if someone says they're going to be at the bar, they're going to be there anywhere from 9 o'clock to 4 a.m. As much as I love to go out and hang out all night, like, I felt like my arms were going to fall off because we was carrying so many books and so many things. And going out at night is probably the last thing I would ever want to do. Got home... We ate falafel sandwiches. What else did we do? We showered. Yeah, we, we took a quick shower and we bounced. We, we took a quick shower and we bounced. Took the train back into the city. Got to the bar like around 9.30, 9.40. And it's a it's a tiny bar, man. Like when we got there, there was maybe 30 people. And I would say like 
10 people there were they were there for Jim Lee. Stay all night. Like, what if Jim Lee comes at 2 a.m. and, like, he's hammered? We, I don't know if I could, like, stay out that late. But maybe 10, 15 minutes later, he just strolls on in. <laughs> and then, like, what, what, right, why don't we continue the story? We had this, like, guarded off VIP area on the opposite side of the bar that we were sitting at by those little, like, what do you call them? Uh, velvet ropes. Like vel yeah, velvet ropes, security on each side. We tried to get in, they wouldn't let us. It was for artists only. But this is, this is a dot this is like a dive yeah. bar restaurant. It's like this isn't like hole some, in the wall. This isn't like a VIP bottle service place. So it's like it's kind of weird that there's these two big security guards guarding maybe like this ten foot space. Right, ten foot usually. So as soon as Jim Lee gets there, he literally sits down and starts drawing. And if you subscribe to Jim Lee's Twitch feed, which we were watching the whole time while he was doing it, right across from him on the opposite side of the bar. So we're maybe six feet away from him. Like, and we're, and there's maybe like three or four people with their phones watching him draw. So we didn't go to a single panel all day on Thursday. So it was like we were getting our own private panel with Jim Lee. So we see him do, he's doing a Wonder Woman. He probably spends like an hour an on hour, it, an hour, an hour easy. He finishes, and then the bartender takes the drawing and just like she, she literally, actually, she passes it around to everybody, so everyone gets a good look at it. Take pictures, you know. So we're like, okay, when's our turn? When do we get a sketch? <laughs> right. We came prepared. We brought sketch covers, sharpies, comics, <laughs> and um. So the guy next to us, he he got there a little bit earlier. So what he did was he actually knows the owner. He know he knew the owner. So he takes the sketch cover, flips some money in the front, gives a little bit of money to the bartender. The bartender gives it to Jim Lee, and then Jim Lee goes to town on it. Starts drawing Superman. Probably working on it for 30, 35 minutes. We couldn't watch it on the feed. Meanwhile, also, Jim is like drinking, taking shots. Uh, we forgot to mention that in the middle of this, yeah, um, Daughtry shows up. Daughtry shows up. Um, but there's still there's still only like thirty people. It's not packed. It's just like a a, a normal weekday. If you're gonna get a Jim Lee sketch. This is the time and the place, right? So he finally finishes it, and I I kid you not, like it it looked like a it was like a full on. 3K, 5K Jim Lee commission that he just did in like 30, 35 minutes. So everyone who is there for Jim Lee is like, it's like within within arm's reach, but we're trying to figure out how to do it. And Jim is drawing, like he's nonstop. So he finishes that, starts maybe like three or four more. He does an Avenger. I think he right. did another Superman. But there's two sides with the velvet rope. So the one side is with the VIP, everybody who knows the owner, family, friends. They're letting them in to do quick sketches from Jim for free. And then there's the other side with, like, the real fans who don't know the owner. And they're kind of waiting there a while. Trying to figure out how to do yeah. this. How, how am I going to get Jim Lee this sketch? Because you're about two or three feet from him. I can't even speak. So how am I going to make this happen? <laughs> Dude, uh, I heard Legends had a fishing rod. And he, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> and he attached the fucking buried on the hook. And oh. just put yeah. Wait, wait, no, you're, you're, we're, we're forgetting that. He can't talk at all. So, so for me, he, he wants to get a drink. 
he tells me in a note on his phone to tell the bartender <laughs> drinking and eating because it's like a bar restaurant. So he's like, oh, yeah, get, get some tacos, get some, what else? Right. We got, we got, some, we got nacho fries, which we didn't even eat because we got caught up in the moment of trying to figure out how to get a sketch from him. Right. So after I saw him like officially do that Superman sketch, I was like, all right, we got to do this. So I write a long ass message on my phone. Basically telling the bartender, if you sketch coverage, Jim Lee, I will tip you handsomely. I can't speak right now. So I show her, call her over, I show her my phone, and she looks at it, she reads it, she smiles, and she was like, sorry, I can't do it. My boss told me that I can't take bribes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I tell Sean, I'm like, all right, that's no-go. We got to figure out another way. So then he leaves me, and he books across the bar. I'm like also with like some like I think I have my bag and I have like the drinks and I have this gigantic plate of like nacho fries in front of me and I'm like well, I'm not gonna eat this by myself so I like I I finally like I go across the bar and like he's only waiting maybe like by this time it's like maybe like 11:30 or something like that. so we just wait and there's this really tall security guard who's looking at us like we're crazy because he doesn't understand he doesn't he doesn't understand like he's not like a security guard at a convention or like like a, a sports stadium he's he's literally looking at me just like we're insane because we're like fixated and we're like watching jim draw the whole time maybe like an hour and we're just trying to like get his attention. Get his attention with and, no voice. No, wait. We gotta, you got to oh. tell the story about the Instagram post, which is the funniest fucking. Oh, yeah. We're so interested. We're also like writing to the guy who's like filming. And we're also like messaging. Well, not messaging, but like writing on Jim's Instagram. Like, and hey, Twitch. And stream. Twitch. Like, yo, man, we got your drinks. Like, can we buy your drinks? I'm pretty sure he noticed those, right? Had to. So, Legends finally has the moment. Wait, like wait you, you skipped the funniest part where they posted it on his Instagram, and then both of you are posting on that Instagram post, hey, are you feeling uh, any sympathy for the guys across the bar for maybe a <laughs> <laughs> Like, in real time. Like, sympathy sketches. <laughs> Um, but there was five, like, there was finally like this moment, like maybe around like 1145, like we're, we're like maybe like 15 minutes, like just standing right, literally maybe a, a foot away from Jim and he's gone, like his head is in the book. He's like, he's just going and away. And he's only taking sketches from the VIP side. Barely is he going from the regular side. So finally, we're like, Jim, Jim. So I slide him the book, and he's like, he's like, um, he sees the the um, donation because all the all the all the money he was receiving, he was donating for charity, and he was like, um, I'm running out of time, um, I'm not really gonna have time to do a detailed sketch, and he tries to hand me the donation back, and I was like, no, no, just keep it anyway, just it's okay, just keep it, and he apologizes to me and says, I'm sorry, I know you've been waiting a long time, right. <laughs> So he takes the sketch cover and then he just starts going to work <laughs> and gives me like, if you were to pre-order a Albert Moy Jim Lee sketch cover, this is clearly like one of the thousand dollar head sketches that he draws. And, and he fucking, 
and fucking Sean Grizzly offers him twenty dollars, bro. <laughs> twenty fucking. <laughs> You're forgetting this part. You're forgetting this part. The Legends doesn't carry cash. As soon as he sees Jim taking like donations, he actually with what little voice is like, how much money do you have on you? <laughs> he's like, and I'm like, I have, I have enough. And he's like, give me all your money. He literally said, give me all your money. He's like, I will, I'll, I'll pay you back. He's like, we'll go to the ATM, but I need it now. He's like, give me all. And I have all my, I have all my con money on me. And he's like, give me all your money. And I'm like, and I, I was like, I'm not going to give you all my money. I will give you, I will give you this sure we can get drawing. Let, and let, we did. And we did. And, like, we, and at the end of the night, Jim drew for both of us. And we were in disbelief because we had only been at the bar for like maybe two, two hours. Two hours yeah. when we thought like, you know, we thought like, you know, what if Jim's there to like 4 a.m. And you, know, you have to understand, he's also drinking the whole time that we're there. So he's like, he must have taken like six or seven shots. He was having a good time. He's relaxing up for the show. Hey man, twenty dollars is twenty dollars, like they say, right? Fucking. But um, <laughs> yeah, and then you know we were off a high, high off of that. Like. Yeah, you sketchy. You know, we, we 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 had to be up early the next morning and um. To get uh, we, the Frank Miller head sketches, right? Yeah, you know, we get something from a creator that you admire and whose artwork you appreciate and you feel that's unattainable, and it does happen. It's such an incredible story that, you know, we walked away from it thinking that our Thursday con experience first day, first day couldn't get better. Like our Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays, every day got better for us. And we were we just couldn't believe that we started off the convention in that. And like every, almost every single person I know that collects art had mentioned to me like, oh, did you hear about like. Jim Lee drawing at this dive bar on Thursday night. And I was like, yeah, I was like one of the like few people that, that was there. I think he drew like 11 or 12 sketches that night for people. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was a lot. It, like That was definitely the highlight. But we had a lot of highlights that weekend. I mean, that's just one of the very many stories that we had. Probably one of the best, I think. Tell, tell him real quick how you guilted Frank into drawing you that head sketch. Well, let's start off that morning. So, we're out. We get home maybe like 1 a.m. ish. I'm feeling like shit. This is probably, like, I don't even know how I made it through the gym leap. Yeah, you this almost died, like, dude. Fucking. The worst I'm feeling. I, I get home, I check my watch, my heart rate's like 110s. You know, I'm sweating. <laughs> that day, I had urgent care where I could go to real quick to get some antibiotics. And so that morning, Sean leaves early to the con. I stay. I hit up this urgent care, which is like maybe like 200 yards from here. And I'm there for like three hours to see the doctor, wait for my prescription. Get to the con like right at 12 when this Frank Miller signing is supposed to start. I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to make it. I just ruined this chance, but I'm dying. So I got to take care of this first. <laughs> so I get in line. Sean's already... He's already in line, of course, maybe like top 30, 20, 30 people. I get in the back, and uh, he's ahead of me, so I'll let him tell you about the, the sketch opportunity. Yeah, I just, Frank draws for people sometimes, not all the time, and almost every time that I've seen him, I've asked him if he could draw, and he always says that he doesn't have time. But I did, like, this, this one time I was early, and I mm -hmm. asked him, and 
Well, actually, the guy before me had brought. It was at the Dark Horse booth, and he had brought both a purple and a DC book. And he looked at the handler and said, "You let people with Marvel and DC books here." So that was right before me. And then I gave him DC books, and he was like, "See, look at this." And then <laughs> I was, "Can you? Would you? Could you please draw me a Batman?" And he looked at me and he's like. Well, I, I, it was there was a lot going on, but I um I was like I'll buy a Dark Horse book right now, and I bought one, and he's like oh, sure, and he drew me a Batman. Hmm. Um, but I that was like I don't know like all these things that happen are so incredible, and I didn't realize all you have to do is ask sometimes, and a lot of times you're just like too afraid to ask. Yeah. Or I, yeah, I always dude. say closed mouths don't get fed, so I'm I'm peeping Sean from the back of the line, and I kind of see that Frank's taking a lot of time on a on a on a comic book i'm like no way he's taking that long to sign it he has to be getting the sketch yeah, so i'm man. like all right this is my opportunity it's either like one item signed plus posters you can get signed or you can get two personal items signed uh, i get the sketch cover that i got drawn with the creators on i haven't signed that yeah hey man like legend said closed mouths don't get fed open mouths get ghost dicks in them so uh <laughs> proceed then. Yeah, so so I get to the table, he signs a sketch cover, and then I show him the sketch cover that Jim Lee just drew the night before, and he's right next to Sinclair because he was also there for the signing because he's doing the colors on the Xerxes, and I, I was like, I was yeah. like, hey Frank, uh, look at this. So I had Jim last night at the bar, and he was like at the bar, and I was like, yeah, you know, we were, it was it was a great time. That's why I don't have no voice. And I was lying to him. He's like that's why I have no voice. And I was like, uh, do you think that you could uh, draw something on this side? And he looks at me and he's like. It's not going to look as good as this. <laughs> and then Sinclair looks at him like, basically the look like I beg to differ, you know? <laughs> this is Alex Sinclair. And I was like, well, I, I think you do pretty good. And then he was like, all right. So he grabs it, and then he just starts drawing it. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like, Damn. I'm like, I'm like almost want to like grab my dick while he's doing this, you know? <laughs> and, and so I'm like, uh, I'm like, can you make it out to me, please? And once I said that, he was like, yeah. And then he starts putting more detail because it's like personalized. Yeah. And, and just just make it out to dear eBay buyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, please make it out to Ken Lashley so he can sell it. Okay, <laughs> give the money back to the people we didn't do commissions for, you know? <laughs> Damn. Oh, that was a good one, man. Uh, let's shift uh, gears real quick. Cult of the Batman and Little Rock Batman. Oh, two of the Batmans. Tell us about the legendary Uber ride to New York Comic Con and Batsuit modifications. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Where's Colt? Does he want to talk about this? Where is that boy? Well, yeah, so I can't pee. I can't pee in my suit. You know? It's just one of those things. Just to lay well, out there. Well, you, you could. I could. Uh, hey, Michael yeah, Keaton did. He did on the set of the you first. Did movie. he really? Yeah. <laughs> Pete in the suit. <laughs> I don't blame him. It's a right of passage, yeah. man. You know, I go out in the suit like once a week or so, um, and I just I plan the day so I'm fine. I don't have to pee. But no, we had to do some uh, snipping on the suit to make sure I don't have to get completely naked to try and pee in this thing. But uh, <laughs> it was good. Colt whipped out his glasses, you know, <laughs> went to sniffing. It was good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was good. <laughs> oh man! He took his time. Took what, his time. What, yeah. what was it like? Well, I will, okay, 
But... I wasn't wearing the suit at the time, so I'm going to throw oh. that out there. <laughs> oh, that changes. Okay. Oh, man, that changes everything. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, you, you so you were naked. Yeah, I was naked standing by, and wow, he snipped my suit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's legendary. What, what was it like riding with Colton and Uber to Comic-Con? You know, it was good. It was good. It was good to see the uh, Ubers in action. It was, it was good. So Four that, Ubers, three Ubers, something like that. Fucking hell. Four was, Ubers? Holy shit. What, what, what was, was the it? Uber driver's it reactions? To the, oh, yeah. Well, one girl was having a migraine, so I sat down by her and tried to make it funny and was like, you know, hey. And she just kind of glared at me. Um, <laughs> and, like, the cape's gigantic and taking, a, you know, we're doing Uber pool because we're taking, like, three Ubers a day. So the cape's, like, taking over the whole backseat of the car, over people's laps. It's good stuff. But uh, all in all, it was good. It was good. So, so it was, like, cosplaying at New York Comic Con. Oh, man, it was awesome. And even just on the streets of New York, uh, people were super receptive to it. Uh, and, again, you know, I go out in Little Rock all the time just to kind of brighten the day, I guess, and... I don't know. You just never know what you're gonna find. People here, though, in New York, they were great. They they loved it. Well, you put a lot of work in that suit. It's a good looking suit. The cow fits oh, perfectly. The cow is like, yeah, really awesome. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. That's a uh, that's Tiger Stone FX. That's all their skill. Damn. They they rocked that one. Did uh, and you're you're like bat? What how what, how tall are you? I'm a six one. You're about Batman's height, right? How tall is Batman? Yeah. Uh, six two, I six think. Two, six, six, one, two. six two. Yeah, see, you're, you're like Batman's height. It's pretty cool. Right so. there. Yeah, nice. throw on the boots, and I'm about there. Nice man. Yeah, that was a good, good stuff. Little, little Rock. Thank what you, was it like you. meeting the Dope Knight? Yeah, you met the Dope Knight in his <laughs> the <cow> Dope too. <laughs> Knight. <laughs> yeah, that was that. You know, that was next level. <laughs> <laughs> You never know uh, when he returns. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, Dave, you got that cow up. from uh, from Reeves? Yeah, from Reeves FX. So, you got it right before right before New York? Yeah, actually, uh, I, I I got delivered on Saturday. It was like fucking Holy perfect. Holy shit! Damn, dude, I put it on too. That cow, man. And you know what? That's a, <laughs> you know what, it's funny because like that cow's big on me, but just to get your head in those cows is a pain in the fucking ass dude it's, it's tough it's Damn. tough imagine trying to do it in a porta potty with with cold yeah holding your cape back so you don't piss on it <laughs> snipping my uh snipping my drawers wow, not touching the floor <laughs> oh man yeah. <laughs> exactly hey dave is that molded to like affleck's head or yours no, it's uh, you just it's a one size fits all. So yeah, probably Affleck. Got it. Mm. Got it. Yeah, that's pretty sick. So, yeah, Reeve does some great work. Mm. Yeah, so, man. So Love you got, it. so a lot of people came up to you to take pictures with you, Little Rock, and the main area at Comic Con and that stuff. Yeah, yeah, lots of pictures. Um, a ton of people actually. It was pretty awesome. Wait, wait, I forgot what you told. Me. Was this your first time at Comic Con or the second? Time? First time at this one. Yeah, I've been to a few in the. Uh, Lesser known part yeah. of the country, but uh, but this first, is your one first big Rock. one, huh? I mean, not like New York, yeah, it was it was awesome, so yeah. mind blowing. There was actually a lot of good cosplay that this year's, you know, what you know, what, you know, what else made this year's like the con of all cons as well is that I didn't see many Deadpool cosplay. You know, how like they have those <laughs> dead, those Deadpool meetups and everything, and there's like 
50 fucking oh Deadpools God. getting in your way and shit. I didn't really see that this year, so that was really nice. Oh, I nice. I, saw it I feel too. like that, that cosplay has uh, has largely died off recently. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see one at our local con. Mm. I didn't see anybody uploading any pictures of it from New York. Mm. But then again, they might have been doing a huge meetup somewhere, so you never know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, one of the sickest cosplays was homemade, and it was uh, somebody sent it in the DM earlier. It was a guy uh, cosplaying as a Sentinel, and he had uh, oh, action yeah. figures. Yeah, so that. X, yeah, that was dope. X, X-Men action figures all around him, and uh, what's his name? Coloss- is it Colossus that was like ripping yeah. up a panel in his back? So badass. Yeah, Wolverine on the shoulder, uh, flashing, Storm. flashing at, yeah, Storm was attached by lightning bolt. On his head. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty so cool. good. It was fucking awesome. Mm. Uh, before we roll back into people wandering around there, uh, Legends, tell them about your Tim Sale commission real quick. It all started on our Tim Sale interview, um, <laughs> I don't know, sometime, where I literally called off at work to make this interview. Not just for the commission, because, you know, Tim Sale is one of my all-time faves, but, you know, there was an ulterior motive. So I asked him on the podcast, I was like, Tim. What are the odds of me getting a Mr. Freeze and Nora commission at SD or at NYCC? And we all, for those of you who listen, heard him say, "I can do a Mr. Freeze," and pauses for like ten seconds. He's laughing. Says, yeah, never says Nora or confirms Nora or anything like that. We all had a good laugh about it. Um, so I've been talking with Jason from Essential Sequential about setting it up, and he seemed to think that it could happen. Um, and then I saw him post some, uh, some preliminaries. He did two free door preliminaries on his page. So I was like, all right, one of those has to be mine. Um, so I, I hit him up every day, Thursday. Um, he didn't start working on it. Friday, he didn't start working on it. Saturday, I didn't see him working on it. He just said he saw him working on a free submission. And then he was explaining it to me, what it looked like. It didn't, it didn't sound like any of the two prelims he did on his IG page. So I was like, oh, that's probably not mine. Um, and so, so finally Sunday, I, I, I walk over to his booth, it's around like three and his, uh, handler, um, said, yeah, it's done. So, uh, Tim Sale grabs the piece, he shows it to me and my exact words were, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts laughing. He's like, so, uh, I guess that means you like it. And I'm like, hell yeah, I like it. Like <laughs> Tim Sale gave me cover like cover quality commission. This could be a cover variant B to any Batman comic out there. Mm. You can make t-shirts, boy. You own that now. <laughs> oh, right. so they, they told me to take it to Jason and have him scan it. So we scanned it and he said he was going to put it in his sketchbook, uh, his next sketchbook um, um, book. Um, so I was pretty stoked about that. And everybody who I showed it to, they're like, wow, this is so amazing. One of the workers at um, Essential was like, hey, uh, this other worker really wanted to see it. Um, if you can go over and show it for you, you take off. So I went over, I showed them, and they were just like, wow, this is amazing. Tim really went to work on this. Yeah, man. That was pretty – this is a great old piece for me. I'm probably going to retire after this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I can do. What? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think I uh, ever apologized to you for scheduling that uh, interview on the night that you would have to call off work. So uh, – I do apologize for that. <laughs> yeah, uh, that wasn't the only commission that you picked up. That was uh, sort of a long process, was it? 
Right. Yeah. So I really want to talk about this. Uh, so Victor uh, Gig. Fan Expo last year, uh, this past August, is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. End of August, beginning of September. End of August, I had hit up Rob and I was like, hey, man, I, I, I really want a, a Jason Fabok uh, Joker um, bust head sketch to go with my Batman that I picked up at WonderCon this past year. Um, if you could really help me out, you know, so Rob was like, cool, yeah, we can, we can make this happen. He was messaging Jay about um, picking it up. And they had set it up, and Jay even told me when I picked up the one he did for me, like, yeah, did Robin tell you that we were, you know, um, making things, um, basically changing prices on things so that I could secure this piece? And I was like, yeah, he told me, and, you know, it's unfortunate that it didn't work out, but, you know, I got this one, so it was even better. So even the next day, he was like, hey, there's some other pieces. I got first take if I wanted them. I was like, no, I really wanted a Joker, you know. So we'll just wait till next time. So then Robin sets it up where he, he explains the situation to Jay. And then Jay was like, well, maybe we can set it up for uh, some time down the road where he tells me what he wants and, and I'll work on something and then I can just pick it up. So I was like, hey, Robin, how about your Comic-Con? He confirmed that he was going to be there. And yeah. then so I messaged Jay. Yeah, and, and that made more sense. Like, yeah, because right, yeah, so what, uh, what Jay and I were talking about first was uh, that uh, he would, you know, he would, do the piece, you know, to your specifications and then give it to me, you know, come by and, and drop it off and then I could mail it to you or something. And then, yeah, I think it was your idea that you said, hey, wait a minute, I'll be at New York. Right. And that, that made right. things a lot easier. So, so I, I messaged Jay, I was like, I'll be in New York. Is there any way that we can make this happen? And he was like, uh, hey, bud, uh, let's speak after um, Pan Expo's over and uh, we'll see if we can work something out. Yeah, because you messaged him like five minutes later. <laughs> right, right. Well, he told me yeah. that you had already messaged. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> so, yeah, so I hit him up about the Joker, and then he was like totally for it, you know, and then he tells me it would be something like that one with the purple background. And then Robin, like, jokingly messaged me. He's like, if the Joker has, like, a bat, a bat Force playing card. And I was like, that's a fucking brilliant idea. So I messaged Jay right away, and I was like, hey, um, I know you're already, you know, going way above and beyond, um, but uh, what if somehow, some way, the Joker has a backwards radio playing card? And then he's like totally for it, right? Starts working on it, and then he sends me like process working on. And then Gramps is like, what if he adds ha ha ha's in the background for free? So then I'm like, that's even a better idea. So I messaged Jay, and I was like, hey, how about I add this? But you know, and I tell him I'll pay you extra, you know, if if you know, whatever. And he was like, yeah, uh, it'd be a little extra because it's a lot of work to do all the ha-ha-has, which I understood. So we agreed on a price. He he works on it and uh, tells me, uh, hey, don't wait in line. Just come up straight up to the booth and then uh, I'll have it in the back so nobody knows it's even available for sale. So I get there first day, a long-ass line from Faybach. I'm talking like at least at least 100 deep, right? I walk up right up to the table, wearing my Bat Force shirt, and I'm like, hey, Jay, uh, how's it going? He's like, oh, hey. He's like, uh, he's like, I'll just be a second. Let me just finish up with him, right? And people in line are like, who the fuck is this guy? Giving me salty-ass looks. Obviously, they're there for, like, the head sketches, right? I'm just standing there chilling, you know, not even sweating it, knowing I have mine secured in the bag, right? And so he, he pulls out mine from, from, from the back, shows it to me. And I'm like, holy fuck. 
slide him the cash, and he was like, he was like, yeah. So he starts telling me about him and Robin and the whole fan expo situation, and um, he laughs about the Bat Force Radio car. I really want to get this like a nice scan of this, and hopefully we can, you know, put it on some uh, business cards or. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Wasn't the whole line hating on you when you uh, pulled out that piece? Then you say you. Dude, they, they were totally like, "Why the fuck is this guy cutting?" Hey, one guy was like, "Hey, the line's back." <laughs> Like you have to get used to that feeling. Like I have to, sometimes I can't psych myself up to cut the line for people because all the guys tell us the same. Like Scott Snyder, Tom King, they all tell us, "Hey, don't don't wait in the line. Just just come up to the table." Mm. But when I get there and there's a hundred fifty, two hundred people that have been standing there waiting, and I'm like, oh, yeah. man, I feel like shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just didn't <laughs> look that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew were mad. I didn't even look at them. Shout out to Tom King. <laughs> Yo, man, I tell you, if there's one person I love talking to, it's Tom King. Every time I talk to Tom King, it's like a brand new conversation. Nothing scripted. We're cracking up. He was like, you got Clay Mann on the show? How'd you get him to talk? And he's like, tell him tell him he should be drawing. And I was like, he actually was drawing while he was on the show. So he was like, all right, good. And uh, Yeah, Tom, Tom was shocked when I told him that because uh, I, I said, like, yeah, I'm uh, – talking to clay right now about coming uh, about coming and doing the show mm. and he said oh good luck with that yeah that was crazy. and i said no he he messaged me like because we hadn't at this time like when we finally got clay scheduled like i had been talking to clay about it for like a year and you know because clay is like a really yeah. quiet uh, keeps to himself guy mm. uh you know he didn't commit to it and then i just randomly got a <laughs> message out of the blue and he just said hey uh, i'm ready to do the show so yeah. when i told tom that clay had said he's like oh wow good job yeah this was the this this New York Comic Con. I still can't like like wrap my head around. It was the con of unicorns. Um, we'll start with one. We were on the main floor. Capula was on the main artist alley floor a lot this year. He was chilling. Um, and you know he was around. And then him and Jamie were like, "It's Todd." It's like it's like when you stop and see like a fucking fairy or angel fly through the fucking air on an asteroid with Lucky Charms and. You know, it's it's like some shit like that. Like it's Todd, and I, I swear it was like a fucking movie. And then I looked to the right, and then there was this crowd. And then you just see this guy walk like through the crowd in the gap, and fucking Todd McFarlane is like walking the lanes of Artist Alley like a fucking general, dude. Todd the God is in Artist Alley. I don't. I've never seen Todd in Artist Alley, and um, and this was really cool. So I was like, bro, his Spider Man. Spawn, Batman 423. He was the original fuck you Marvel guy. I was like, this guy. So I'm like, I, I was trying to get a flick. But first, what happens was he was walking with Greg. And then they walked to, what was that booth called with uh, Azarello, Jason? I hope he's a fuck. Uh, comic sketch art. Yeah, comic sketch art. So they walked behind the booth where they had the original Dark Knight Returns cover framed. Right? Was it painted or what was it? It was the original. Right. It was the original. It was the, it was the original. Was it appraised at 1.5 million? 1.5. So Todd McFarlane and Greg Capullo are going in and they're just looking at it like like the fucking Mona Lisa of comic books, bro. It was so cool. They were just taken back by it and they were looking at like two other pieces and Todd. And then he, you know, he went out and, and, every, and while he's walking past, everyone just like turning their fucking heads like, is that, is that... Fuck. So you know, your man got a selfie with those two. That was pretty cool. Grew up loving Spawn. <laughs> um, 
And then, uh, I don't know if it was the same day, but, uh, yo, Paul fucking Pope. <laughs> Let me tell you, man. Let me tell you, Paul fucking Pope. You want to talk about a unicorn? New York Comic Con website, right? Paul Pope, all four days. <laughs> all four days. All four, all four days, right? Yo, this guy was there. What day was it? Was he there? Was it Friday or Saturday? I think it was Friday. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Friday. It was Friday. Friday. He 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 was supposed to be there at three. He got there an hour late. Got there at four. And he was and he was signing supposedly for an hour. So he was. It's like so when when Comic Con says all four days, they mean one hour out of the four days. <laughs> but to be honest, I don't know if it was Felix's fault or I mean I, I met his his publicist is lovely and uh. We connected, so maybe we could link up with him that way. Um, but she was trying to get him. I don't know how they got stuck in traffic or whatever. Yo, if there was, like, one, like, Doors rock star dude in the fucking comic book game, it's this guy, man. This guy, whoo, shit, man. The stories this guy could tell. He, it was really cool to meet Paul Pope because I think, like, I talk to Colt, man. I tell him, like, visually, I think the guy's, he's done the grittiest Gotham City in history. Like, there's just nothing like his Gotham City in and I was talking to him about that, and he was talking about how he goes. He, you know, he used to go around the city photographing and instilling that grid. And uh, um, he was really chill. He's he's a really laid back dude. And uh, man, the shit that goes through this guy's head, I can only imagine. But uh, but that that was that was a unicorn. I was happy to scratch off my list, man. We waited a while. Shout out to Teasus and his daughter Madison and his wife Jess for holding me down. We were hanging out in front line. Madison started doing commissions on a. Uh, Goldfish cracker boxes for people while we waited for Paul. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Believe us. Um, hey, but, shout out to Jesus' uh, old boss, Irene. May she rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Elaine, yeah. Legends, oh, tell, yeah. tell them what Paul Pope told you, boy. Or didn't tell you, I should say. Yeah, so I don't know if they should be on the record or off the record. But <laughs> I, I, finally, I finally get to Paul Pope, and I'm like, man. So I got Jim Lee on the front. I got Frank Miller on the second page. I might as well only do legends in this book. So I'm talking to him and I was like, hey, 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 Paul, um, we're going to have to wait till 2039 for a Batman year 200. He looks at me and he laughs and he's like, you know, I, I really feel like my stuff is outdated. I don't think it, it's, it's for a reason. And he's like, thanks. I appreciate that. And this guy is like smelling of alcohol on his breath. Yeah, I'm like, this, this guy. guy <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not just, you know, I wish I could have a drink with the guy, you know. So I was like, uh, I was like, hey, um, so, so, what do you think about this black label stuff? You think you're gonna be able uh, to get on or, or or work on a project uh, sometime? And he was like, he's like, black label? I didn't say that. You said that. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> Oh, he's like he's like he's like he's like I didn't mention that you said that and I was like I was like all right all right you're right I said it and I was like <laughs> how about a, how about a year 100 absolute like I'm an absolute guy I need an absolute and he's like he looks at me he smiles and he's like absolute I didn't say that I didn't say absolute you said Damn. absolute yeah <laughs> mm, <I am> culty <laughs> I wonder if he was just drunk. Are you talk are these the ramblings of a drunk man? <laughs> yeah. <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> So, so then I pull out my book and I was like, hey, hey, Paul, uh, um, I'm, I'm doing this this head sketch book. You know, I got I got Jim Lee the other night and I got I got Frank Miller right here. And he's like he looks at me and he was like, I can't go after Frank Miller. I just can't do it. 
<laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that's normally what people say when they see the cover with Jim Lee. And he's like, yeah, he's all right, but I can't go after oh, Frank. Oh, that's why I love this guy. <laughs> book, book. He was like, so I open it on the next page and I just hand it to him and he was like, shall I? And I was like, yes, you shall. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking legends with that legend smile. Hashtag legend smile. <laughs> Um, hey, you know what? My voice not working. Here's what you do next, Legends, okay? You take that, that book. You take that sketchbook. Next con, you go to Ken Lashley. You walk up to him, and you, you get him that same way. You'd be like, look, I got Jim Lee. I got, I got Frank Miller. I got Paul Pope. I just need you, buddy. And then you put it in front of him, and as soon as he's, like, right as he's about to start sketching, you pull it away, and you throw Trunkler's sketch in front of him, and then he does a Trunkler sketch for you. And then you save the day, you give that to Trunkler. <laughs> but that's after you get that's after you get on Victor Gig's wait list, so, you know. You oh, God. Um, while we're talking about unicorns, man, I, I, I couldn't think it could have got any crazier after McFarlane and Paul Pope. I was like, yo, the Wall of Fame, this is crazy. My man, the dope knight returns he was like yo grant morrison's here i'm like what he's like yeah bro look at the thing and i was like it was so weird he's at the hammerstein ballroom with a bunch of other names they didn't even say what it was about so all fucking weekend we're trying to figure out what the fuck yo grant morrison man this is like one of those buzzer shots i don't know man what am i gonna do i had to inquire about it while on the pole pope line because they kept apologizing for paul being late <laughs> <laughs> so I'm talking to the organizer and I was like, yo, she's like, Grant Morrison ain't here. I was like, yeah, but on Hammerstein Ballroom. So she finds out it's the Happy panel, the show Happy, right? That uh, Grant Morrison wrote and they, they went to sci-fi, I think. So I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, damn, dude, I got to try. Am I going to do it? Donkey going? He's like, nah, fuck that, bro. I'm going to do other shit. I'm like, I don't know, should I do it? Um, Saturday comes along. Was it Saturday? Was it? Yeah, I think it was Saturday. Was it Sunday? Or Saturday? I don't fucking remember. This con's nuts. Saturday. So I go, I go to Hammerstein Ballroom Saturday, early. I don't. That's where the panel's at. Yep. I didn't have a fucking Saturday bet. Yo, shout out to Brian from um, a fucking um Ground Up. Shout out shout to Teases for linking me with Brian because he hooked me up with exhibitor badge for that Saturday. But here's the thing: if I were to gonna, if I was to go to Javits Center pick up the badge, I wouldn't have made the panel with Grant Morrison's at. So I'm so I'm I'm in front of Hammerstein Ballroom sniffing if they're fucking checking badges. So then not I put my fucking, you know, my Dark Knight Returns bag in front of my badge so they don't see it's a Sunday badge. I slide through the first two security guards. I'm like, <laughs> boom, the scanner's in front. I'm like, fuck. So I talk to the girl, I go, listen, man. Um, I called Brian, like, yo, I'm I'm you know, I'm gonna help the exhibit from ground up today, but I don't have my badge. If I go now, I'm not gonna make this panel. I love Happy. Never seen a show before in my life. Want to, but you know, I had to say what I had to do. What you had to do. She calls another manager. All right, cool. All right, no problem. This, this is, this is what you got to do to get your commission, sig, sketch, whatever you mm -hmm. want. You got to go lie. For it. You gotta fucking mm -hmm. grime your way in there. But like respectfully, watch the TV show. So yeah, I um. So the manager comes. She's like, all right, no problem. Go in the side door. I go in the side door. I don't know if anyone's ever been to Hammerstein Ballroom, but it's massive, and there's like, oh, it must be, oh, I don't know, over a thousand, fifty, I don't know, there's so many fucking people, and then the panel's going on, and I'm like, this is not gonna fucking happen, I don't know, and I'm standing there, and I'm looking, they're talking, I hear a Scottish accent, and I'm like, I gotta go for it, so I look all the way up in front, and there's open seats in the front, but near the front row, and I'm like, what the fuck? 
So there's a bunch of security guards at Hammerstein Ballroom. And they're on the sidelines. So I go up to him and go, you know, like just like Jamaican guys. I'm like, yo, you know, there's some seats. So can I go sit down? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. Go ahead. If there's seats open. So I, I run down. I run to the front. Like, yo, this is crazy. I'm getting closer, right? I, I sit down. It's like three or four open. I sit down in one of them. Fucking security comes up right next to me, right? Almost pulls out the flashlight. Like, excuse me, man. You know, this is for handicap seating. And I was like, oh, shit. I look back. There's medical tape all over the back seats. I'm like, oh, fuck, yo, I'm sorry. He's like, no, no, if nobody's coming, that's okay. You fucking, you could, you know, stay here. And I'm like, oh, my God, man. <laughs> like, like, how many people do I have to try to get this fucking <laughs> So, um, I'm just, all right, so I'm watching this Happy. I want to watch Happy now, by the way. That, that show looks crazy. Um, And, you know, um, and what happens is I just had coffee. And I know Legends knows about this. It's like, you start getting, like, this tight head or headache because, you know, the point's coming where... Whatever the event is, is going to end. And then your window, your small window to get what you got to get done starts. So I'm trying to plan how I'm going to fucking get to the front of the stage as soon as this panel ends. Because there's so many people. So the, so um, they talk and they clap. Lights go down, lights go up. The panel ends. I'm like hopping over chairs. Fucking... Right to the front stage, right? Just fuck Indiana Jones shit. And I run. I get right up to the front. And it's like in slow motion. There's two other people in front of me. And they're holding up like a... I think it's like a unicorn from... I think the imaginary friend is a unicorn from that show. Whatever. Like a, a print or stuffed animal to get signed. And, and you know, Grant's getting up. And like Grant's just like leaning. Like slowly making his way to the front. He sees and like... He, you know, he leans down and grabs one thing. I think somebody else grabbed another thing. And I just whip out my motherfucking... Um, Legends of the Dark Knight Gothic, I think part five that he wrote. I love that cover when Batman's laying on the tracks. And I just hold it up in front of him. And he fucking looks down at me. And he just like extends his hand slowly. Like, you know when you do the little uh, finger curl? Like, give me. Boom. He fucking takes my pen. He signs it. He hands it back to me. It, almost, it was like in slow motion for me. I, I swear, he hands it back to me. And he just walks off the stage like motherfucking Elvis, bro. Like, n n nothing else. Like, I'm watching him walk, walk off stage into this, the side area where, like, it almost looks like a spotlight's hitting him. And if I was there, like, two or three seconds later, this, this whole shit would never have happened. And I finally got Grant Morrison on the Wall of Fame, man. He was, like, the third yeah. unicorn this week. I, I was just watching him because, you know, he pops up in events sometimes, but I'm just never around. It just never works out for me to meet Grant Morrison, and he's not easy to meet. He wasn't even at the main con this year and like yo you, you gotta go for it man if you like if you want anything like in this comic book genre like that you you gotta go for it because they you gotta risk it for the biscuit right yeah man these industry yeah, these industry industry nerds know man what it's like man they've been there one day so uh five got them on the wall uh, there's one more unicorn that was here this weekend and and good luck on that uh grant morrison because i still don't even have grant morrison damn boy uh, i got a picture hugging him <laughs> just saying is uh alex ross and oh shit if anybody is a fan of alex ross which i think majority of the people are like this guy never ever ever comes out he doesn't nope. do any conventions he maybe goes to one signing in like wichita maybe once a year <laughs> he just doesn't sign He's i think the trump met him though 
He's got yeah. He did a random little book yeah. signing in Chicago. Trunk, random. Tr- Trunkler was like, "Nah, hold my beer, love." Right. They said no. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe two signings in the last four years. So yeah. w- once I found out that he he was coming out with this book, um, how did you find out? I had it on pre-order, and then and then Risley sends me, or I think I sent there him, I can't is. remember, um, that he was doing a uh, Marvelocity, Marvelocity signing um, at Studio, what is it called? Studio, they call that Studio NYCC. Yeah, Studio NYCC, which is basically like down the street from the actual Javits. So he wasn't even going to go to the con, because he just doesn't do this type of shit. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Sean lets me know that he's actually doing another signing. At Barnes and Noble the night before, but that Friday I was so dead. I was like, I have to get rest for Saturday because Saturday is the biggest day. She got a wheelchair, so I, bro. Fucking. I don't even <laughs> go to the Barnes and Noble one, which I think would have been easier. So, I, I buy my ticket for the next day, right before I'm at a McFarland signing. By the time I get done with the McFarland signing, it's like 1:15. This signing is at 1:30 down the street, and I was like, holy shit! I had to run all the way down there. And so he had a panel that started at 11. The panel was going from 11 to 1. If you want to do both panel and signing, it was like $75. If you want to do just a signing, it was 65 You get the book and a print plus six. So I just did the, I just did the signing. Um, I get there at 1.30. And the line is literally down the street, wrapped around to the next street. And Damn. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I didn't think people were going to come out for this. Sean didn't think people were going to come out for this, but it's insane. Yeah. And it's, like, starting to, like, sprinkle while you're out there in the rain. Ooh, sprinkle. So they're coming around. They're taking maybe, like, 20 people, 25 people at a time, and we're going up this elevator into this room on the second floor into the studio building, right? And so they scan my thing. I get up there. And then my group is the last group. After that, they say that, I kid you not, there was maybe like 70 to 100 people left in line. Those people didn't get in because they were already running two hours past due for the timing schedule. So they give these people refunds and they say, sorry, you're not getting the book. You're not meeting Alex. Good that's, day, sir. That's fucking crazy. Insane, right? So this signing is supposed to be from 1.30 to 3. And at, at 4.45, I'm supposed to have another McFarland signing. And I'm supposed to pick up Cisco's Dragon Ball Z's exclusives before 5 o'clock. So I'm like, cool, two-hour window, I should be good, right? No. Nope. So and he doesn't start signing until like 3 o'clock when this shit's supposed to be over. And we're That's just waiting there. Crazy, we're just waiting there in this room, which is like candlelit with like Christmas tree lights. It's like super, Fuck. like, it's like super romantic setting. Alex is in a suit. Chip Kid is in a suit. It's like a fucking funeral guy, home. Right, right. So it's like 4.45. I barely get to Alex Ross. Fucking legend. An hour and 45 minutes past due. Fuck so, Yeah, he was there all day, so man. I have the book. I have the Black Panther exclusive, exclusive print that they have. I have my sketch cover that I want to get signed. And then my Batman book that I want to get signed. Yeah, you got your Batman. So That's good. I put them all on the table. I get my selfie with Alex Ross. And I was like... I tell him to his face, I'm like, look, you're a fucking unicorn. I traveled all the way from California, 2,500 miles to see you. And he's like, what do you mean a unicorn? I was like, you never come to these things. You're never out here. Like, nobody ever sees you, you know? And then he, he kind of, like, agrees, shakes his head. So I show him the sketch cover. And he was like, 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 what is this? I was like, oh, this sketch cover I had drawn by an artist. I was, I'm just trying to get all the people on it signed. 
and he was like, why am I so angry? Oh. <laughs> He's like, why do I look so angry on this cover? I, I was like, I was like, I don't know. And then Chip looks at it. He starts laughing. Uh, and he was like, he was like, you're probably mad because you couldn't make deadlines or something like that. Damn. <laughs> Fucking Chip Kid in his socks, bro. <laughs> right. So Chip Kid takes my book and he's like, you want me to sign this? And I was like, hell yeah, I want you to sign it. And he does, and he does a little, I haven't showed you guys a picture of this, but he does a little quick Batman doodle on my book and signs it. Oh, shit. Yeah. And so all in all, even though I was two hours late on my schedule, it was totally worth it. Alex Ross was super nice. Yeah. He took his time. He took pictures with everybody. No rush. I probably could have got more shit signed, but I was too, yeah. too preoccupied thinking about getting Cisco shit before five o'clock because I had 15 minutes. I ran all the way back to the convention center, up the escalator. I made it with like eight minutes to spare. Yeah. And I was able to get his stuff. There, um, there were actually a couple more. There were two, a couple of other unicorns there as well. Um, I don't know for those are, that are into that kind of thing. Sam Keith was there as well. And Harley. Oh, oh. Hey, Harley's Harley. got a lot of shit to say about that. I got a Sam Keith story too, man. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't really have a story. I'm just saying like IDW had him there and I got the, the Batman Max crossover thing signed and I'm, I'm so fucking beyond words. Cause like I, I grew up on the Max and the, that Max liquid television series and Sam Keats is a different dude, but he's elusive as... F- that is a fucking unicorn as hell, too, so... Yeah. What do you got, uh, Sean? Uh, I just saw him every day, you know, I... Um, <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> You're getting I, a Dunkin' Donuts. Every, every creator that I met was like, you again? Like... <laughs> yeah, this guy was like... He, like, had a tent at Sinkovich's fucking booth and shit, bro. Dude, hey, Sinkovich posted him on his Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> Kimberly McFarland, Sam Keith. I, I, I mean, I visit, yeah, I visit all the creators that I like Jim almost Lee. every day. But I did see Sam Keith every day. He is in it like a very nice, unique human being. If you yeah. Have a chance to meet him. And he's so gracious and, and kind. And I managed to get him to draw four things for me, which I never thought would be possible. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, he's 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 a he's a great human being. I mean, try to get him on the podcast. I mean, he wanted. To, I overheard a conversation where he was talking to somebody, and he wanted to do the Max series first, a new Max series, and then he said he had an idea for a Batman Max book. Mm. But IDW was like, you should just do the Batman Max book first. Yeah. Um. But we should definitely. I haven't even. I got that book signed. I don't even have, have a chance to get that, read that yet. But um, yeah, Sam Keith is a. He's a. He's a. If you ever have a chance to meet him, he is a. He's he is like you said a unicorn. Yeah, I think I think he's brilliant too. I forgot who said it recently on a show, but uh, he was the only one who. Um, you know how like everyone draws women with you know in comic books with perfect like flat abs and huge breasts and Sam Keith's women had like a little belly fat on them and had like imperfections and and things like he did things no one else was doing back then I think it was just really unique and not I I don't think it's probably not for everyone but I I think there's a brilliance to Sam Keith and uh, he did Arkham Asylum what was it living living hell I think it's Arkham Asylum living hell which if you ever guys get a chance to read is excellent because um it's like staying overnight in Arkham, and there's like a clock throughout the story, and they show this. I, I won't spoil everything, but there's one panel with Harley Quinn, but she's the inmate, and they're interviewing her, and she's like, 
you know, don't be on on your high horse toots. I used to be where you are a year ago or whatnot. And I don't know. He, I think he just got the voice of these characters really well. And I, I feel like it's really under the radar. But um, he's done a lot of Batman work. And uh, yeah, great guy, Sam Keith. But there was another fucking unicorn there. I don't even think Grizzly got him. By the way, Gramps, that was brilliant for calling him Grizzly Grizzly because Sean's an animal at cons, man. <laughs> this guy, yeah, this guy is <laughs> relentless, dude. He is not playing. He's like the Flash at three panels at once, man. I've seen it. But, uh, um, but the other unicorn that I could think of is fucking Jim Ballant was there. Dude, Jim Ballant was there for two hours on a Saturday. I had him on my list. He was like one of my top priorities, and then shit just happened, and I missed him. Dude, that is. He was doing free sketches, bro. Oh free my sketches. goodness, his Catwoman, man. Whoo, shit. So. Yeah, that was the day for the Alex Ross thing, and everything went off track. So I completely missed him, but fuck, Jim Ballon, bro. I know that was a uh, yeah, that was a tough one, man. Memorable moments. What are you other guys that were there? Remember, like, what was what was the what were the highlights Bring for all you guys? XM Studio. Oh, XM Studios. So I think they're going to be domestic now, which is crazy. So now Prime One is uh, they're in trouble, man. Cause uh, if people don't have to pay, if people don't have to pay a thousand dollars to import XM Studio statues, well, their their Batman line looks crazy, man. So. I'm always I'm always uh, in preference of domestic uh, on tap rather than imported bottled. So I I, I appreciate that. Mm. Uh. Yo, Jesus, what was your memorable moment of uh, this carnival? Con? Um, I don't know. I, I liked the fact that uh, Sean Gordon Murphy was out there. You know, he, he did a couple sketches for all of us on our blanks. <laughs> I, did uh, did Dave get a chance to meet uh, Sean Gordon? Yeah, D- Dave's got like one or two sketches. I think I'm about coffee. <laughs> Dave, Dave, did you actually get him coffee? I was planning on it, but uh, he was there. One morning he wasn't there. I was like, damn it. So wait, Dunk, you were there every you were there every morning to see Sean Murphy? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> he was out, he was the first one online every time. <laughs> Day three, he was like, oh, you again. And I was like, yep. Yo, why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah, just sign everything. Fuck else am I gonna see here? <laughs> oh shit. Shout out Sean Murphy, man. It was good to see him. He's like five feet seven, he's insane. He was looking for him. He's like, "Where's the Brooklyn guy?" I was like, "Oh, here we go." <laughs> I love, yeah. I love Sean Murphy. That, that he's a stand-up dude, man. Um, totally. So, anyone else you get you excited? Actually, um, also too, like we we're talking about the autographs. Like Sean Murphy was the the only guy that would do five signatures for everyone and not ask for anything. Yeah. And you know that that's really commendable. You know, like he didn't ask for a thing. And he just kept doing it day in and out. So, uh, you know, yeah. shout out to him, man. He's he's very humble, and he's just insanely talented. So, there's yeah. there's no one like him. Yeah. He's a he's a man for the fans for sure. He he, he really is. <clears throat> yeah, he um uh, he he he, he, he didn't ask for one thing. You know, it's like he he. I really respect that. He really he always asks what people want or what they like. Yeah, and like. he's really right. in tune with the fans, and uh, he he's just a, he's an all around. Solid dude, man, Sean. I gotta do yeah, great like, dude. Absolutely. He really is. Coolest guy in the room. Yeah, he is a cool 100%. fucking guy. Um, yeah, on his last day he had to leave early. So of course that morning when I saw him, uh he just like he just <laughs> That's a hilarious He just he just stood up and did everyone's signatures and he had to rush out. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Um Oh actually I, I think this other guy I don't know if 
I, I didn't even know this guy was there, but the motherfucking legend Marv Wolfman, man. <laughs> that strokes daddy. That strokes. I'm like, what the fuck? Marv is here too? So it was. Marv, Marv goes everywhere. I didn't even know. It was Sunday. I fucking jetted to. He had his luggage packed. So I'm like. I'm like in, with him? Yeah, with him. I'm Indiana Jones in it again. Some guy was like, oh, 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 hey, Marv. Oh, I'm so sorry I missed you. I just want to say that Teen Titans changed my life. And I'm, I'm like, I whip out my motherfucking book like I'm Dirk Diggler, bro. And I'm just like, yo, Marv, bro. What's Hurry up, nerd. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, no problem. You know it's $5, right? I'm like, glad, gladly, baby. No problem. And then a, a couple of other guys get there. And it's kind of smart because... The couple other guys, he was banging them out real quick, and I'm like, man, this guy just made his cab money to the airport right there. So, um, <laughs> shout out to Marv, man, Deathstroke's fucking creator. I, that's one of my faves. I uh, I offered to take his luggage to the front of the con. He was like, oh no, it's okay. I got just the escalator. The guy's probably like, he's gonna take off with my shit, bro. This is New York. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, it was super awesome to meet him. Grumps, I mean, did you meet him yeah, this weekend? I, I, yeah, I met him Saturday. I was like that nerd guy you were just talking about. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, super but I... nervous, like shaking in my boots. Yeah, like, but he's the Nightwing so guy. Yeah, I mean, I was fucking buying his new Teen Titans off the fucking newsstand. It was like, yeah. that was my childhood. Yeah, yeah he was. No, I, I nerded out. So I told him that like Deathstroke's tied for my favorite Rogue. And I, I think he's a brilliant character and whatnot. And, uh, he, you know what? Marv was in a rush, but he seemed like a really down-to-earth nice guy like you know like yeah. no no bullshit he was like just you know i, like, yeah, I, I would I, love I, to talk to that guy on the show like he seemed like a, a really nice guy i i got to mm-hmm. spend a lot of time talking to marv and uh should be within the next couple of months okay we will be having marv on the show let's do it oh shit oh, i saw robin cross there too Robin Cross, <laughs> Robin Cross made some new Huntress prints for me. Thanks, Robin. <laughs> Anytime. Dude. is going to be doing a Primal Age book for DC. Yeah, he is. Like, the he, he, Masters of the Universe meets DC. Uh, yeah. It's kind of weird, but, uh, you know, it might work. Um, Cult of the Bat. Cult of the Bat was at Comic-Con this year. Injured. Yes. I was like, Injured. Can, can this... I, I literally was like, can this con get any better? Like, I hope I don't die. Like, it's just... It was just everything in one this year. It was so cool. Like, Colt, man, I, like... I might have to, I might have, to have the Colt signed by Batbug. Dude, you know, do, you, you guys, <laughs> do you guys know what I was going to do? Um, I was going to make a fake, like, placard or whatever, like a sign for a table saying, Colt of the Bat signing from 1 to 115, and you need, like, four wristbands. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, Colt, like, um, what what did you like about the con, like... When you were there, I like you know with you guys afterward. Uh, oh, at the con. All right, I like drinking with you guys later. That was the best part. <laughs> uh, I was in a lot of pain. Yes. I mean, I was in a lot of pain. I was hobbling around all day on yeah. Saturday because of my knee. Um, and that was kind of rough. But just uh, I was kind of overwhelmed. I mean, yeah. I'd been to the first Comic Con, uh, whatever year that was, 2006, maybe eight, eight, I think. Yeah. Eight, eight years ago, something like that. I don't know. Um, so this was, I was completely overwhelmed mm. by um, that, you know, I was completely overwhelmed by the uh, crowd and all the uh, stimuli, but it was just fucking beautiful. And all the cosplay, all the creators, the artists, the whole thing was like a mind fuck. It was yeah. great. Yeah. 
Um, uh, I tried to get uh, I tried to get to see um, Sean Murphy. That didn't work out. Uh, tried to get David Finch's signature. Yeah, that we didn't stuff. work out. Yeah, we, 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 we were waiting on uh, the David Finch line for a while with you guys. And uh... yeah, yeah. And I don't know what. Do we ever find out? Do, do we know what his excuse was for not showing up? He showed up later, but I didn't know what it was. I think it, uh, God knows. He, he, we waited like an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, we were on there a while. Yeesh. But he's not and the kind of guy to like screw over fans either. I don't know what happened. I don't know. It better be like a, a cancer, you know, a cancer diagnosis or a dead wife. Oh shit! <laughs> Colt was pissed. But yeah, yeah. Bat, we had uh, Little Rock Batman online, so we were protected quite well on that line waiting for uh... Yeah. And that one woman thought he was uh, Henry Cavill, I think. Yeah. Not for a second. It's... Yeah, someone thought I was Henry Cavill. Isn't that bizarre? That must so, be I'll nice, man. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Henry Cavill. Yeah, I'm like 100 pounds lighter. 100 pounds, yeah. duck. You you get Henry Cavill, all I get is Charles thinks I'm Tyler Kirkham. <laughs> Yo, l- let me let me tell you, bro. Every time I looked at Tyler Kirkham, I'm I am i like, this is weird. <laughs> I swear, it looks. I think it's Robin, bro. It's so funny, man. That was a good man. Seeing Colt there was so cool. Uh, so much. Shout out to Patrick Gleason. When I saw him, he remembered. He's like, Yo, I'm coming on the show. Just hit me up on Twitter. I think I lost a mention on the website. So, pa- Patrick Gleason, he's like, I'm coming on. So he's going to be on. He, he hey, he, be, knows, he knows Henry Cavill. Yeah, he, yeah, he might be our next guest. So shout out to you. Know, oh, I shit. love Patrick Gleason and uh, who's the Peter Tomasi is his name, right? The other writer. Yeah. Um, those guys are cool, man. Those are those are cool guys. I like those guys. They're like the low. They're like really low key, you know, and, and the you know, when you have your your jocks and your. Fabics and everyone around those guys are like doing their thing too, but they're just chilling, you know. So, hey, hey, did you see uh, Peter Tomasi's tweet about wanting to do a uh, detective comics run of 103 issues? Yeah, yeah. 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 He said he wow. says he's hoping he's hoping to be allowed to do that many. Well, yeah. And someone, and people, yeah. people were like, "Is Patrick Lee <coughs> to be the artist?" Oh man, that'd be the shit. You know, those <laughs> guys are a great team. I mean, that, Batman and Robin. They also did Super Sons, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, those guys are yeah, good, man. Good team. Yeah, um, it was cool to see all you guys there, man. It really, yeah, was. We, uh, it, it, that that was like the best part. Like every, you know, all of us individually couldn't have got what we got done done without each other. Ultimately, you know what I mean. There was always yeah, somebody definitely. doing something else. So, so that was really cool. And um, speaking and, of which, Cole, I have this. Uh, Sean Murphy print that Falco gave me to give you, so hopefully we can link up tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll meet up with you tomorrow. I'll uh, I'll talk to you through uh, the chat. Yeah, well, I'm supposed to meet up with Grumps and... Uh, Cancel. The, and, uh, Cancel on him. Take it. <laughs> At Roses? At Roses? Yeah, boy. Uh, but, having to sit down. But before we get into uh, the drunken shenanigans, um, Legends <laughs> has a verdict. He, Legends had Shake Shack oh, for the first time today. Oh, oh yeah. Ooh. We're gonna be. This is gonna be simple and quick. <laughs> cut the head right off. <laughs> All right, maybe not quick. I'll, I'll go. I'll go through like two or three minute play by play. So, quick verdict is Shake Shack is very good. Not gonna lie. Anybody who tells you otherwise will be lying to you. Um, in terms of Shake Shack versus In and Out, Shake Shack definitely wins when it comes to uh, milkshakes. Everywhere I go, I always I always try the uh, strawberry milkshakes. That's my thing. Um, Shake Shack has a great strawberry milkshake. 
Um, the, in terms of the French fries, I have to give it to In and Out. There's no wow. nobody's beat nobody's beaten animal style fries. Oh, okay. um, the Shake Shack fries were good. They were just I felt like they were the kind you throw in the microwave and you heat up. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shit. So so I have to give that to In and Out. And in terms of the main event, the burger itself, the burger was good. Uh, it was juicy. It was flavorful. Um, it wasn't dry. Yeah, it wasn't dry. The 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 bun was was <laughs> soft and, and fresh. Um, I felt the only the only negative it was a little bit too salty. The patties were a little bit too salty. To give it to a uh, you know who's first, who's second. So we got shakes go to Shake Shack, fries go to In and Out, burgers oh, oh, have oh. to go to In and Out. So in a, yeah, but damn. what he's saying is. He, prefer- and damn. he prefers heavyweight champion of the world <laughs> in and out, but, boy. But he, uh, there it is. So he, he prefers no prefers dry burgers over salty burgers is what he says. <laughs> so if you like it dry out there in the desert, no, I, then I can understand. Right, Teases? Believe us. He needs them. You like it dry out there, boy. I don't want to tell you. You like that dry heat, boy? Hey, it's all right. It never rains. Shake, I don't know, though, man, because if I remember correctly, Jesus, I know you're saying that, but I thought I saw you drown your burger with, like, three packets of ketchup, like, three containers of ketchup. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that's a, that's trying a, to get no, some fucking no, no, moisture sir. on it, boy. <clears throat> yeah, no, no, that, no. Makes, that makes sense, boy. Try to give it some yeah. Jesus, how, how many heads of lettuce were on that br- In-N-Out burger? You know? <laughs> uh, <one. laughs> What's so bad about getting head, boy? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> hey, Shake Shack's very expensive compared to In and Out. In and Out, yes, meal for like eight bucks. Shake Shack, it was like a dub. I'm like, the fuck? Yeah, that's well, is. You, you, you spent like twenty. You bucks. see any cows? You see any cows in? Uh, yeah, Manhattan, I spent boy? like twenty on on Shake Shack. I thought I was buying a commission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to pay that much unless you eat rat meat. Oh, those imports, what's it called? The, the Trump, uh, what do you call it? The hey, Trump tariffs, hey, boy. The, the, don't worry, Legends, you, you'll be back in California in no time to get yourself some good old Domino's pizza or Pizza Hut. So, oh, uh, yeah, enjoy, hey, buddy. Gross. Hey, <laughs> let me just tell you this. The worst pizza I had in New York is better than the best pizza in Cali. Oh, of course. <laughs> Boom. I, I, someone, someone, someone was like, hey, should we order pizza? And I was like, yeah, from where? They were like Domino's. Swear to God, I dry heaved. <laughs> the dollar pizza out here is better than the best pizza in Cali. Dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you can't yeah. like you'd have to pay like twenty five dollars for like a medium pie to get the quality of one dollar slice. I don't know. I, yeah, it's something about the water. Uh, it's something uh, about that even, water. Even Antonio's by Colts is better than your best pizza. Ooh. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, grump, grump, grump. Hey, 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 All right. hey Colt, I'm not kidding. Go. I need to try your favorite you should try Colt's place. Let me know what you think. Maybe. Yeah, hold up one we, second we, there, boy. We did promise Wait, them a second. Me and Grimms promised him a second chance, though. We're going to try a rematch with rematch, Antonio. Yeah. Uh, Conor McGregor oh. rematch. We got to go back to Antonio's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Legends, Dude. have you tried Have you tried Martha's yet? You going to Martha's tomorrow? Roses and Martha's. At the same day? <laughs> he just came out of the hospital. He just came out of the hospital. <laughs> 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 Um, 
Hey, thanks. Oh, yeah. Um, we had a nice little um, Norm Brayfuegel toast after the con at the bar. That was really nice too. I just R.I.P. R.I.P. I just wanted to throw that in there because uh, I don't know, man. It was it was such a great con this year that like we just wanted to top it, do the right thing, top it off the right way with the toast. Cause uh, dude, this this trip when I'm old and like you know looking back on my life, this trip is gonna stand out as one of my like great moments. Yeah, it, it was just, Uh-oh. it was just one of those. I don't know, man. I can't even explain. It was, it, it was the perfect storm of cons, and I, did, none of us expected it to be like this. Like, I definitely didn't expect it. Right? I mean, I knew it was gonna be good. It's always good, but this was fucking balls to the wall, nonstop. Just. Hey, Falco, I, I heard this was a like last minute trip for you. Uh, it wasn't last Saturday. Was last minute. I didn't expect to go Saturday. Oh, okay. that was the last minute thing. Wow. But even still, though, like, I've been going for four years now at that con, mm. and the past two years have absolutely sucked, and I've been totally just bummed out, and I, it's it just kind of turned into, like, a bad relationship. But this year was just fucking incredible, and yeah. it, it, as you guys say, you just, like, there was just people popping up out of fucking nowhere. They were like, where the fuck, where do they come from? You know what, he's right, like, the, the past two years, it, it was good, not great. Like, there was a handful of cool guests that I wanted to meet, but it, it just... I don't know. I felt like it could be more because STCC always has a good lineup. This year, it was like, whoever you want, we got them. What do you want? Yeah, yeah. we got them. I you think know? it sounds like a lot of people passed up San Diego. Or it sounds like the trend is going or is becoming passing up San Diego to make the trip to New York. Just because San Diego is getting so oversaturated that it's turning people off. Well, New York sells more tickets. <clears throat> At the... Uh, the venues and people were saying that in terms of space san diego is like 1 million square feet and new york is 1.8 million square feet wow so it's way bigger yeah it, it's definitely a bigger venue but in terms of like i think attendees and craziness san diego is definitely like crazier than new york well yeah, it, it's it's a it's because it's it's literally like the cultural center for all things pop culture and not just comics and the sense i got the sense i've always got from new york is that it's still very much grounded in comics well i what i think it is yeah another thing is yeah the thing about uh, san diego is what the the benefit it has is that there's a lot of hollywood there's a lot of actors and hollywood out there you know and i think that fuels it a lot like they show up yeah and then because they're showing up, it's high, it's high profile, so yeah. it attracts creators and people in that industry too. But I um, think it depends. Yeah, it depends on who you talk to because I think that's kind of what is making San Diego. That's what's making it unappealing to me more right, so than yeah. as a fan. Yeah. Like Dude, I, I could give a shit less about the movies and the TV shows. To be honest, like I, <laughs> you know, like okay, that's cool, but I'm I'm there because I'm there for the source material and. Um, I think New York has got that locked down this, because, like I, you guys said, you're walking up to people, no problem. You know. I, I hope they continue this trend because this year it was so. Oh, jeez, Falco. It was, <laughs> it was so comic book, and I mean, I saw Fabric walking around and Jock walking around, and they're just spent because it is just yeah. everybody's <laughs> here. It is the fucking Todd McFarlane cruising uh, artist. Alley, not not one person going up to him. You, I nope. think a lot of people were scared, to be honest with you. They, they couldn't believe it was him. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm gonna walk over. 
I don't care if it's people sketching some comic books over here. Right. Yes. Oh, down here we got, uh, oh, it looks like that uh, Zoom over here. Okay, all right. Uh, let's zoom here. Let's, uh, okay. Oh, man, Spawn here. Created Spawn. Nobody wants to talk to you. Fuck. Christ's sake. Uh, Falco, what was your highlight of the comic book uh, comics this year? Uh, honestly, it's fucking, I love this. This is my favorite year going, but my highlights, that's just how easy it was to do everything. Right. As someone who has just shed shitty luck over the past two years about like trying to get one fucking signature, never mind just walking up to a table and getting like three. Yeah. It's just, it's been such a fucking hassle for me. And so just being able to go around the con and just walk up the fucking fat books table and go, Hey, can I buy a print? And can you sign it? That's, that's fucking it's just like it's mind-blowing to me that i didn't have to fucking camp out at four o'clock in the morning and get a fucking wristband only get told oh sorry he's sick go fuck yourself yeah yeah he was uh, at wondercon two years ago and it was impossible Mm. so yeah yeah you know someone's gonna have to join trunkler over at c2e2 to see how that one goes over as far as uh Comparison to New York Comic Con because C2E2 was pretty nutty this year too. I like me and Legends were talking it and we were like, "Yo, what? What's gonna top this con, dude?" Like, <laughs> I probably have to go to C2E2 next year. Comic Con Cruise. Ooh. We should all go Comic-Con to C2E2 Cruise. this year and all hey. like cram in Trunkler's place. Okay. Mark, mark my words. I swear to God, the all, trunk. These, all these, all these people, <laughs> all these events are turning some events into cruises. Oh, they already did it for. They already did one. They already did a Comic yeah. Cruise, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. we're uh, we might be stealing legends over here for Fan Expo pretty soon too. Uh oh. Oh man. Yeah, that's de- that's definitely on oh, my list, boy. Robin. I, I I might. I mean, it's later in the year next year, so it gives me time to save and prepare. That might be my August trip. Mm. Yeah. I might have to turn that into a birthday trip as well. Nice. I think the only thing I could top this is if the whole bad force was under the same roof at a con. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Maybe San Diego. I think Wild. I think I think the multiverse would just crack though. I think I don't you, know. Gotta, you guys got to make, out to, San, make it out to San Diego just once at least, just to compare. Dude, that's that's like Tyler Kirkham and Robin being in the same room. Like, <laughs> <it> just, <laughs> if, if, if everybody came to San Diego, you wouldn't have to pay for like hotels because you can stay with me or Tom. Yeah, you stay the Bedford Hotel. Get the deal with kind of. <laughs> if I ever meet Kirkham, I'm gonna get him to do that. The Flash of Two Worlds cover. We'll both stand on opposite nice. sides. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yo, shout out to Tyler Kirkham for my free Huntress print. Thank you, my friend. Man, he they they got that shit printed that night too. Ooh. Oh, tell us the conversation you had about the Huntress there. Yeah. Oh, but the, oh, the highlight of that night too was when Colt was getting in an Uber uh. with Little Rock Batman, and it was like the paparazzi came out. They were like, bro, we gotta get a video and pictures of Colt getting in an Uber and and you gonna hear something about and fucking Maggie's like, what the fuck is going on? You're fucking not, you're knockers, and everyone's trying. Why is a gentle lad always wearing a Batman hat? He's trying trying to get a video of Colt getting in a Batman hat. Oh shit, that was that was awesome, man. That was fucking. Who's the lad designs the wallets? Where's he at? <laughs> Shout out Dude, to Teases. Yeah, he had a yeah. fucking mountain climbing oh, backpack on cool filled story. with wallets, boy. Yo, every, delivered. Every, yeah, everyone is getting wallets that night. Yeah, you, from, from, from the crew, at least. Shout out. Teases, you hand delivered something to, was it the Fabok? Who was it? Uh, yeah, Fabok. I gave him, um, I gave him a hat with the, with the Joker number one, new 52 cover. Mm. Very nice. Um, yeah. Grumps, did I ask you uh, what were your, what was your highlight of the thing, of the con? 
Man, uh, so many things. I don't, it, it's probably Marv Wolf. Marv, right? Was that the first time you met Marv? Yeah. Wow. And uh, it was just, you know, I was walking by with uh, with Dunk and... Just, <laughs> yeah, I think it was Dunk or Tears. I don't know. And Marv nah, yeah, was by himself. And I'm like, all these other people are here, you know, got lines and shit like that. And one of, you know, the all-time great writers in comic book history is sitting here by himself. It's crazy. That was, that was a little crazy. Man. Did you get to talk to him very much? I, you know, I did, but I, you know, I was just super nervous, and uh, yeah. Then he reminded me I had to pay him for the signature. So uh-huh. that. <laughs> yeah. you know what, man? I, I was glad to pay him. Uh, I, if if uh, somebody's yeah. gonna charge, like he 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 would definitely be one of them. He deserves it, man. He uh Absolutely. he paid his dues. Uh, hey, shout out to Babs Tar. I see you, Grumps. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh, Ooh, cheers. Babs Tar gave that girl sketch to Grumps, right? Oh yeah, somebody got a Batgirl sketch. Uh, yeah, I did. Damn, yeah, Grump! Even yeah. Grump got a sketch. See, I don't, I don't do sketches, but like you guys, uh, you guys are doing your thing, man. Shout That's out, a, you know, I just want to bring up that point. That he DC just wanted to spend. The... You just want to spend more time with Babs. That's what you wanted. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude, that was a good move by DC putting out those blank books uh, before the yeah. con. I mean, yeah, it was really fun to do that. I, you know, especially for me, I don't normally go after signatures but the the blank book made it super easy just to pile everybody into one book yeah i forget who it was said uh, i didn't work on this book and i'm like yeah, yeah uh, nobody has even the um even the programs were amazing this year one one cover was uh sean murphy's Ooh. joker the next cover is libra Mero's batman and i'm like that's, even the yeah. even the programs were programs hot in the streets yeah, yeah. you get a whole con gunplay has a fat stack for the bat force <laughs> yeah but we should we should really talk about um i know you mentioned it earlier xm studios man i think in, in terms of retailers i think they won the con because yeah, they, they won the con like they had a buzz that everyone was talking about their statue line. Yeah, that that Crazy. joke that joke is a must. So had some nice uh, figures and uh, beautiful Aquaman statue, beautiful uh, yeah. John Stewart Green Lantern statue. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot. Of, a sideshow was Marvel heavy this year. I feel though they had a lot of Marvel statues out and stuff like that. Shout out to Susan from Sideshow. We had a nice. Me and Dunk had a nice chat with her. Um, they were doing their thing, same old stuff. Oh, what you talking about with everybody? Speaking of the B team, Marvel, they, they, man, they had like, they're New York based and they had. Marvel has like no Very presence. little presence. Like, no, no presence. presence. Well, they, it seems weird. like DC's got the market cornered on like the, the advertising because they got the covers for all the programs, both for New York and San Diego, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, it's, it's the same over here at Fan Expo. The programs are always DC covers. DC has like. Their DC boutique booth. There's nothing Marvel happening. Yeah. I wonder what's going on down there, boy. Mm. I hope those laddies are Marvel. Okay. Then they're, they're doing panels and they're doing panels, but you don't have a booth, so to speak. Mm. I I wanted to make a point before. Um, compared to like Marvel, DC was constantly giving shit out to fans nonstop. Marvel gave dick. You know, it's like. Me and Grumps got this exclusive uh, Primal Age Funko. We got like a Titans pin. 
Like every other couple hours, they were giving something free away. Posters, and Mar- comics. Wait, was that a well, Funko or was was it a figure? It, it was a, Funko a fi- figure. It's it's a figure made by Funko, but it's it's a primal age. You know, it's kind of like you know, it's the DC He Man. Is uh, that mold. The, okay? So that is the one they gave that out of the they gave that out of the publisher's uh, uh, panel too. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yo, but uh, yeah, it was sick. I mean, that's yo, if, definitely if, a con exclusive. If I was a Marvel fan, I mean, I, I like parts of Marvel, but if I was like on that side and I was at this con, I would feel weird because there's there was so little Marvel presence there, and there's just DC everywhere. I mean, even in Artist Alley, the the two right rows, it's all Batman <laughs> theme, Batman yeah. artist, Batman banners. Every right. it's 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 just overwhelming. So I don't know. It's, I, it's strange. I mean, who knows, laddie? <laughs> I mean, me, me and Grumps walked past it twice, and he's like, "Where's the Marvel booth?" You know, he didn't even notice it. Yeah, yeah. It's just a stage. Yeah, I was looking for that too, actually. I think it's strange because you would think they have some something up there, but it's just <laughs> um, the Batman, um, the Batman 80th year anniversary banner was really interesting. With uh, it looks like images from Bob Kane. Carmine Infantino, I believe. Uh, Frank Miller, Jim Lee, and Greg Capullo's Batman. Looks like Neil Adams is snubbed out. Thoughts? Yo, Neil Adams, let me just bring this up. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, boy. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> throw throw your helmets him. on. <laughs> so me and Sean have been like doing inside jokes all week about Neil Adams and his booze. <laughs> you know, all this shit he charges and stuff. But so I, I go up to his booth on Sunday when I was basically done with everything. I'm like, all right, I'm finally gonna walk the floor. Damn, wait a minute. You you left you you left him like at the end. Yeah. Disrespect. <laughs> so Sunday, I'm walking around. I finally run into Neil Adams' booth, and I'm just looking up at some of his sketch variants and the colored variants, and his worker is right there. And I'm like, you know, I don't like his colorist. <sighs> his his sketch work is still great. His yeah, are great. But anytime he puts out a variant cover or a print, it looks terrible because of the yeah. colors he uses. And then the, co- the 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 worker was like, you know, I don't think he has any say. And I I wasn't about to get into a debate with her. I was like, oh okay. Um, I just yeah, it's, it's just not for me. And then so I, I was I looked over some of the. Uh, commissions are pre-drawn that he had displayed up and i was like wow some of these are pretty nice i was like but a little bit out of my out of my range right now and he she was like you know she flips oh, this over is this, fucking funny she flips over this big ass sign and she was like neil takes monthly payments now that is on fucking a- <laughs> amazing oh, jesus and, and I was Yo, like, that is smart fuck. this guy is the greatest yep. salesman yep. of our yep. generation. Absolutely. He's now taking on approved credit monthly installments for wow. commission work. Yeah. It's low not interest a rates, at guys. All you that want... he would be the first one to come up with that. You want to lock in that low interest, though. You don't want to pay anything above 7%. <laughs> Keep that in mind, okay? So you want to get pre approved? If you want a Neil Adams classic Batman sketch commission you got that credit he will work with you <laughs> that is fantastic dude you know that he's like like robin said man he's the gene simmons of the comic book industry 
Like he's there first on the scene, whatever it is. It's he's the guy that started charging signatures. He was like the first one. Oh, he's the one. He's he's, he's the, the he's the, the agent. First. He's the zero zombie that started the, the very first World one. War he's Z like, well, it made sense <laughs> at the time because back then that's when all the artists, all the creators were getting fucked because you know Bob Kane, like Bob Kane kind of situation. Like none of the none of the artists were getting any of the credit for some of the stuff they were. So like you know they had to fucking survive. So he's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm gonna start charging. You want me to sign it? I'm gonna ten bucks. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So at time, at the time, it was like I give respect to that. You know, back in the day when you're struggling and you're starving, like you know, you're fucking creating some of this shit. You gotta, you gotta get something back. But yeah. nowadays, when they're when DC or whoever's already taking care of you, now fuck sake, boy, I gotta put a down payment on a commission. Fuck sake, mm. it's not that bad, buddy. I every t- every year I look at his booth and I'm like. I had one good experience with Neil, and I never want to talk to him that. again. I'm yeah, like, yeah putting it to bed, baby. You know? That's a good. That's a good plan. Be- because the the man is in in the comic book genre. The man is a legend. There's no denying yeah. that. But I think this business model is just tainting the legacy. It's really strange. <laughs> I don't know. The ad is, it's it's weird. It's it's just strange to me. But you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. I ain't hating the yeah. guy. Probably got like. Nine kids, zillion grand. Yeah, he's got, so. uh, he's got mouths to feed. So, you know, uh, he, um, yeah, I, legends. He, legends is, is right. He is a great salesman because I remember. I remember. I forgot one of the cons. It might have been WonderCon with the Trunkler, or maybe it, it was, was WonderCon. It was the WonderCon. We were standing by his table. I think. I think Trunkler was there because Trunkler was like, "Fuck's sake!" Fuck, we were standing I ain't by his table. Shit, bro. And then, and then he goes, uh, "Well, this is this is a different time. I'll leave that. I'll leave that story for off the air." Luke legends, the one I think we're talking about. But one of the stories is um, he's like asking people, "Oh, you know, you gonna get that print? Oh, yeah, I'm gonna get this print. You know, if you get six more, you get a discount." And it's like, <laughs> 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 and the, I, I kind of looked up and looked at him, like, "Is he being serious?" And the guy who was looking at the print like stopped and thought about it. So you know, get that discount, man. There's a price break after twenty. Oh my god! Good <laughs> shit, man. That's amazing. Yeah, main flow was good. Merch was good. Um, got a little trailer out of it. Um, and did uh, oh, did you guys talk about you guys talked about the Aquaman trailer? Yeah, it was the first thing we did. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. You liked it? I mean, it was it was awesome, but it was no. It was no Bruce Tim throwing a Funko Pop at somebody, but you know what? That, that, that's that's the only thing this con was missing was. Bruce Tim and angry Bruce, Bruce Tim. Tim assaulting people. Yeah, that's uh, well, Bruce Tim, Bruce Tim doesn't do you see. That's the thing. That's why I got to go to San Diego because you won't get that. Man. We, 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 doing a signing we, this. wasn't he doing a signing this week? This, this time, no, Bruce he, Tim? I don't know. Jeff Jones, yeah, he resigning. Yeah, there was a lottery. There was a lottery. Yeah, maybe he was there. Um, he was there for the panel, the Batman animated series anniversary panel, and I think right after they did a ticketed. Um, yeah, 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 they did because I saw Kevin Conroy. Yeah. But after that, he was gone. I don't. Hey, I, was Dini was Dini on that panel too? Yeah, no. Dini was there. Was he there too? He was? Dini was there. Was he? Guys, Dude, both of them together. I was Fucking gonna say every... I don't think so. Dude, no I, I wouldn't be surprised everybody was at this fucking thing. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't if be surprised if Bill Finger was resurrected and came to this fucking con, bro. <laughs> at, at this point. <laughs> fucking, at, at this hey, point, man. There. Fucking when, legend. When's the last time, though, that uh, Paul and Bruce appeared somewhere together? 
Not not anymore where fans can see it. Yeah, I feel like that'd be a bigger deal. They need to bury the hatchet and make some shit. There's money to be made. That's the thing, dude. It's so weird because Dini has, like, tweeted or talked about at least two years ago, maybe three. He was in San Diego and he had dinner with Bruce Tim. Mm. It wasn't said what was especially what was said over the dinner, but he did say that, oh, I just had dinner with Bruce Tim. And that was within the last four years for sure. But... Mm. You know, well, Axe Legends. Need... What the? But Bruce Tim. What Bruce Tim said when he asked him to sign next to Paul Dini. So, my Batman book, who I have everybody signing, I got Paul Dini pretty early on, and then uh, can't remember if it was last year or the year before I was at San Diego, and I wanted to uh, get Bruce Tim to sign it, and he signs for free pretty much. So I take up my book, I open it, and I was like, "Hey, Bruce, this is a book that I have everybody sign. I was wondering if you could sign it." Uh, Paul Dini signed right here. I was wondering if you could sign right next to him. He looks at me. He has his pen, and he was like, nope, I'm going to sign over here. Wow. Signs on the opposite Ooh. page wherever the fuck he wants, and then just, you know, <laughs> yeah. doesn't even care where I wanted him to sign. I, I got to meet that so, guy. Yeah. Let, let, that, let that be interpreted how it may. That was either a fuck you to Legends for telling me what to do, or, uh, or a fuck you, I'm not going to sign it next to Paul Dini. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, ever since, ever since like a couple of years ago, I've noticed they they never. If you ever ask Paul Dini about, oh Paul, are you going to work on this or that? He always says that's actually the animation department at Warner Brothers, and and they're probably doing that. I don't have much to do with that. He's indirectly saying Bruce Tim because that's who fucking runs WB Animation over there. Mm. But New York Comic Con 2018 closing thoughts, guys. Well, wait, but before closing thoughts, did anyone actually go to the Titans uh, screening or not? Nah? No, but it, it had a lot of uh, buzz, creators. though. No, it and it was AI only, I believe. Yeah, I only saw one bad review, so I was just curious. I'm surprised that there's not more, because... Uh, Same. Yeah, I... You know, I, the, the I latest just... trailer looked kind of cool, man. I have to admit. Like, yeah, is, I heard... Is there, was, there an embargo? was there an embargo on reviews, and that's why no one's saying anything? Mm. I think there no, is. Today, I watched a whole 20-minute podcast about it, so... Yeah. No, well, I, you mean you're, until, you're listening until, uh, to another podcast other than ours? Is what you're saying? What the fuck? <laughs> 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 no, Cats out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Wolfman was surprisingly uh, not all that interested in it. Uh, he's old school, though, man. It, yeah, he's yeah. Uh, well, he's the oldest school. <laughs> he's a. <laughs> But uh, he it's he does uh, have very good things to say about Joe Manganiello. Oh, uh, yeah, talk about that. Yeah, I wanted to hear about it on this one. Uh, uh, so if, for the guys here that don't know, uh, a couple weeks ago we had our local con here in Windsor, and I got to moderate a panel with Marv Wolfman as well as a couple others. Uh, so during the Marv panel, I brought up uh, a while back. This is, I don't know, maybe in the last few months or so. Uh, he posted a picture where he was out at lunch with Joe Manganiello. Uh, so I, I asked him about that, you know, how that came up and, what went down exactly. So uh, what happened was, if I remember it, Joe had contacted him because he wanted to talk to him about Deathstroke. So uh, they they met up to have lunch and talk about it. And uh, Marv feels that Joe understands Deathstroke perfectly mm. and is, has complete faith in him uh, continuing to play him in future films. That's awesome. 
you know, wow. he, he, I, he understands him. Yeah. To understand Deathstroke, is not, he will, he will, he don't give a fuck about anyone, man. And like, he will get the, he will get the job done. He killed his own seeing eye dog, man. How the fuck do you oh, do shit. that? <laughs> These are my cookies, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I really hope Joe gets to play him, man. I, I need to see that. That'll yeah, really he cool. was there Saturday. Yeah, he was. Yeah. About, he, there yeah, was he another was, guy uh, that was there. And then Manu Absolutely. Bennett was there Sunday. Oh, Battle you, of Deathstrokes. I thought you were going to say that. Easy win yeah, for Joe there. <laughs> uh, uh, Marv, Marv had also uh, met with, with him before, too. Uh, he, he thinks uh, Manu was, uh, you know, he did a good job as, as Deathstroke uh, as well. Uh, does he like the hockey pads and the fucking uh, the dollar store, man? <laughs> okay. yeah. uh, it's, it's funny, though. Marv was, uh, he, I thought, uh, like, I'd completely forgotten about Smallville. So uh, I was thinking that uh, Joe was the second person to play Deathstroke. And Marv goes, no, actually, he's the fourth. Because there was Smallville. And then uh, when Deathstroke was first appearing on Arrow, uh, Marv said that it was someone else in the Deathstroke suit before they cast Manu Manu Bennett to uh, Mm. So yeah. there's technically been four live-action Deathstrokes. You know, with all this talk about Deathstroke, but Marv's also the father of Nightwing, right? So yeah, yes, he's, indeed. Big, he's yeah. the father. He's the father of Tim Drake. He's the father of Cyborg, Raven, Starfire, and over yeah, at the Marvel right, yeah. side, he created the shitload. He created all Blade. those characters came out of his balls. That guy is a fuck, <laughs> that guy's a walking champ. Bullseye, dude. Black Cat. Okay, yeah. He created Anti Monitor. You know, it's crazy because oh, people didn't even know who this guy is. Yo, I was like, I could, I didn't have time. I was like, I talked to Jason about it. I was like, yo, you think I should get my first appearance sign? I was like, unless you get it slabbed, it's just going to go down in value because you can't prove the signature. So I was like, I took that Matina cover with Deathstroke choking out Batman with a chain. And it's like the classic yeah. deck. And I had him sign yep. that. I'm like, woo fucking damn, nice. boy. And just a Yo, minute. quick. A quick note, other than missing Jim Ballant, the only other two that I missed that were there at Low-Key Boost were Jim Starlin and uh, Graham Nolan. Easy ones to get, but I just didn't have time. And Jeff Johns was in the building, too. I, I mean, he's like maybe one of the few yep. I don't have at this point. But oh, we uh, you mean our Lord and Savior? <laughs> yeah. Show some respect, our Lord. And you mean our Lord and Savior? <laughs> I know, serious. God damn. But, uh, sorry about that, Jeff. Really sorry about that. I didn't even, I didn't even see Scott Snyder at this con. That's how crazy it was. Like, woo! Did Teaser? Yeah, he, he, you were in line your for your best me. friend? Yeah, you know he was yeah, with you, uh, your best friend dirty? Best friend writer Scott Snyder. Oh yeah, yeah. best. Friend. I keep forgetting how the relationships with <laughs> yeah, all these people. Yeah, he, he was at a comics uh, comic sketch art with uh, Capullo. For you, most that of the that was the line you were on, right, with Jess and everyone to see Snyder. Yeah, yeah, yep. When you you know, I love that they started doing that. That's so it's so much easier to say That's hi to him at that booth now. Yeah, right. Because Dude. DC just has him on ticketed signings now. It's impossible yep. to get that stuff. I see. I see Greg Capullo so much these years. I just I don't even say hi anymore. I just like literally nod my head at him. He just fucking knows my face at this point i'm just like because my 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 friend was there to my friend joe my childhood friend and he like wanted a picture with him and he got a flick and he's like yo he got me into all your shit and he and greg goes yeah i know he's one of my best pushers and he like slaps my shoulder and shit <laughs> i was like yeah glad to be of service greg man. i love that guy but man, oh big news big news coming from uh, brian michael bendis doing a uh what is it uh is Wonder twins 
what is it's he's doing he's doing a couple things but one of them that's fucking awesome is um what's it's like a more of a kids a kids line of books yeah but uh they're doing uh young justice and uh yeah. superboy's got the uh, leather jacket the earring and the and the sweet Zach Morris haircut back, that's, baby. That's pretty pop. Uh, Jesus <laughs> right. was chilling with Brian Michael Bendis on the streets of New York. Oh actually. shit! Yeah, yeah. I, I, he almost got hit by a car, but um. Oh shit! I, 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 that would have been I, an entirely I, different story. <laughs> and then, uh, no, yeah, we uh, we walked past him, and I uh, I shook his hand, and I got to speak to him for a minute. He was um, insanely nice, man. So it was that, definitely that, good experience. Is he from New York or no? Um, actually, he, he right? I don't know. All I know is in the middle of the street, Jesus was like, believe me. And then, you know, Brian, <laughs> Brian Michael Bennett's also hit by a yeah. car. <laughs> he believed. He believed. Yeah, he, he's got like he was, uh, coming out, man. <laughs> Dude, that yeah. guy cannot take a hit from a car. He will turn to dust, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he, yeah he's, he's, he's like a... F- Probably like half a foot shorter than me, so he's fairly <laughs> five foot. And he's, he doesn't weigh anything anymore. As <laughs> yeah, well. he lost like yeah. eighty pounds. Yeah. yeah, I heard he's a nice no guy. No more shake shacks. Yeah, man, the con, the the perfect storm, man. I I don't know what to say. Legends. What what do we? What more can we say, man? Fucking. Yeah, man. I mean, honestly, I'm gonna take a break probably until San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. I don't believe. You got LA Comic Con coming up. Yeah. That's true. And I've already looked at who's going to be there. Um, I'm not really interested in anybody except uh, Mafood and uh, Capullo, but. Capullo ain't going to be commissioning nothing. He'll just be signing. That shit will cost yeah. a I, I need him to sign a few things. Yeah. Um, do, do you want that um, that uh, Matina? Do you, you need a Matina? Yeah, I do want that. I think it's pronounced the Matina. Shout out to LPC. I think he went to sleep, but he got me in the past. He got me Jeff Loeb and Michael Keaton. So I don't know how, I don't, I don't know how the, wall, the Wall of Fame. Would ne- yeah, the, the Wall of Fame would never be what it is without LPC. And did you say Keaton? Yeah, Michael Keaton. He hunted down. How did he get you Keaton? For the Secret Santa, he hunted down a legit Michael Keaton. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Holy shit. That, that's why he gets to take. Months off at a time on the Bath Boys, because <laughs> 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 and uh, shout out to Robin as well. He um he got a personalized um Bermejo print for me, and shout out to Legends as well, who all got me an original Bermejo print at San Diego, hustling a bunch of uh people on that line. So you know, teamwork, man, teamwork. Yeah. You know, it's Sean Risley. Oh, yeah. Sean Risley. Yeah, I want to thank Risley. Yeah, he's he's hooking everybody up. Sean took care of me. Uh, with that Bermeo print from San Diego, and he picked up the DK Wrestling uh, the DKR some... foil for me. Mm. Beating up some uh, anime kids at that panel for him. I wanted to give uh, Chris Uminga a shout out. He uh, he took care of me and Grumps, and he Super just went nice. really good. Yeah. Super nice up and comer man. He's uh he's all about DC too, man, and um, I really appreciate it what he did for us. So yeah, shout out to Brian from Ground Up again for getting me in there. A uh, shout out to Alex from Rad Titan on YouTube, the, the two, one of two guys from England who do statue reviews. I saw him at the XM booth. Good people. And a uh, shout out to Sal and Tiffany who do a show on YouTube as well. Uh, they uh, they hit me up online for the Sink of It stuff because uh, Sal commented on my bag and 
we started talking about Batman the Dam because they did an episode on it. They were really cool. Really Shout out to Falco Kick hooking me up with the ticket, which I didn't use, but which? nevertheless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which ticket? Yeah. It's Sunday ticket. It was. Yeah. It was. Oh, oh, oh Mrs. Grumps didn't go? Yeah, we had a you know, yeah. emergency at home. So oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, oh, yeah. Still, still came through on the clutch. I appreciate that. Yeah, shout out to No fucking worries. Robin Cross, too, uh, sending me this Detective Comics 27. Uh, Damn. Woo. I don't know. Yeah, coming in hot. Signed, Jason Faber signed this, I guess. Well, you've been hooking me up with stuff, too. You got me that, that uh, Batman 50 variant, and yeah. you scooped uh, programs at NYCC. Sh- shout out to Little Rock Batman for surviving four days at Colt's place. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He, I know. I, he was setting up trip wires, Legos on the floor around the couch. <laughs> shout, shout out to, out to uh, shout out to Legends Lego Batman for not rubbing Sean Risley's feet without permission. <laughs> and and uh, also picking up all your commissions, boy. Oh yeah! Shout out to Legends, big time for those commission pickups. Mm. Huge ninja eagle chicken ball. Shout out. Huge. Hey Gotham Dwellers, make sure to stop everything right now and subscribe to Bat Force Radio. We can be found on iTunes and SoundCloud. Don't miss out. Guaranteed to satisfy all of your Batman and DC needs.